Now, serious question for you two. Mm -hmm. As Destiny content creators, are you feeling a little bit left out at the moment with Datto going around to all the other content creators and sorting out their vaults? Because I am. I'm feeling completely left out that this man creators. is not, not making the effort to come around to us. Is oh, we are now. Is that what we are? <laughs> oh, I we mean, are now? Ever I since mean, you I, get the internet, now we have to change the intro? Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I guess, I guess we have been at this three years now. So I guess you could call us content creators. We have been doing this inexplicably for three years. Uh, hence, which, um, I, I have rewritten the opening, which I'm hoping that Respawn will read for us in a second. Oh uh, yeah, just put it, put it somewhere. I'll, I'll read it. It's, it's already somewhere. It. It just, it's it's just like when you're, just like when your favorite show, you know, changes the intro out after a couple of seasons. We're gonna do that every three years, give or take. Well, yeah, I mean. As Parody said, we weren't content creators when we first started it, but now we've created three years worth of content. Content is a strong word for what we do. It's content, it and it includes destiny, and it is mainly destiny stuff. Yeah, it is absolutely content. <laughs> there, is, there is no qualifier on this content, but it is absolutely, without a doubt, content. Content, yeah, yeah. We create MP3 and MP4 files, and we put them on the internet. Um. Okay. So apparently the new intro is gonna be host chat. Did I put it in host chat for yeah, you? No, it's right here. I got it. You got it. I got it. I'm on top of this, bro. And take one, go. Welcome to the two titans and a hundred deaths. Can I stop you there a minute? Can I stop you there a minute? Bit more focus on the. It works bit, in. Bit more focus <laughs> on the welcome. And go. Welcome to the Two Titans and a Hunter Destiny 2 No, no, podcast. no, no, wait, stop. <laughs> Too much focus on the welcome there. Tone it down slightly. We, we want to welcome them to the show, okay? Just, pump just the think. Soft pump. Yeah, you want to Look, get you people interested in the show. Do you want me to read this like you, or do you want me to read this like me? Because you said you wanted me to read this. Let me read this like me. So I far, you're reading it like a Nancy boy. Hurry up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm reading it like me. No, you're reading right. it like a Nancy boy. I don't even know what that means, but I'm taking offense to it anyway. A boy that's called Nancy. That makes no... <laughs> Shut up. No, I mean, Welcome I think it makes perfect two sense. Two in a hundred, Destiny 2 podcast. Can you start Dedicated. again? Sorry. Oh, my... <laughs> no, seriously, because Parody no, was talking done. over you, so we'll give you a couple we of seconds. We have separate tracks, dude. No, but it, it messes up. It messes up with my flow. I need to listen in on just you talking. Okay, ready? No. And no, three. Not. Two, one. Welcome to the Two Titans and a Hunter Destiny 2 podcast, dedicated to bringing you all the latest information, news, and opinions. This is the best show for new and veteran guardians alike, where we share tips, tricks, and tools to help you succeed and enjoy playing even more. So, with all that said, let's get on with the show. Well done there. I like that. I mean, yeah. every one of them was well done. No. You you stopped quite a few times. You stopped me! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Gaslighting Respawn until he blows a gasket. <laughs> it's not going to take much. <laughs> I know, it's a short trip. <laughs> hey, welcome to the show. What up? British How host, you doing? Night Demon. Joined, as always, by Parody and Respawn. So, neither one of you have been contacted by Datto, then? You're not holding no. out on the respawn? No. I mean, I'm sorry that you guys weren't. I can't, I can't fix everything. Oh. 
Listen well, to this guy. <laughs> I, I've had to go ahead and sort out my own vault. I don't need another professional YouTuber or streamer to come in and sort out Ooh, my vault. Say that again with a little more venom this time. What was that about? Well, you know, I thought I've I've waited like two weeks. He's done everybody mm-hmm. others, all the other YouTubers' vaults, and not mine. He's obviously not interested in coming over and sorting mine out when I clearly need help. I needed the help. They didn't need help. You really do. There's. You don't need. Maybe, you maybe. need help. That's true. But the help you need, he can't help you with. He would have to come in with your account information and do it for you. Yeah, there, there's a chance you may have actually surpassed the amount of help he's able to render you. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why. Maybe I'm like helpless he, case. He, exactly. he may have. He may have looked at your vault and just said, "You know what? There's there's a limit to what I can do." And I'm sorry, sir. That's you have exceeded that limit. Even even my my massive power is not powerful enough to handle that vault. Well, this week I did actually clear. Wait for it. Thirty spaces out of my vault. <laughs> And I have Ooh, one space, one space on each character's node. So out of the mm-hmm. out of the the different things that you can get, so I can actually get things to drop to my character that rather going to the postmaster. And then, yeah, um, I I feel that I I've done quite well with my cleansing. Uh, I did cut down on some of the exotics. I thought I'll try. I know it's not going to help, but I'll try. And yeah. That that's where we are. We still have like three read regrets, maybe about six battle rifles, you know. But you it's a work in progress. One. Not yet. I haven't got the one true one. Um, mm. I mean, just delete the other six. There, it's just it's it's ruining your RNG. Mm, no. I mean, if if the game sees you have some, it's not to give you the one you want. This no, is no, it, well, you've already it got gives six me of them. All of them. It gives me all of them all the time. I don't mind. Mm. So I have an important, I have two important vault questions for you. One, do I need the 169 candy I have from the Festival of the Lost in my vault still? Is that yes. an important thing to hang on to? Always. Should I definitely not discard that right now? And uh, how many gunsmith materials do you guys have? Just ballpark. Curious. How, how many do we have? How many do we need uh, to get rid of? Because I, I have like 3,000. I don't have much. Oh, you poor sweet man. Night Demon was was very ahead of the curve with this one about a month ago i went through and just threw all my gunsmith materials at banshee and i i think i had about fifty thousand. okay because yeah, i that's... thought i need shards at this point i do not mm. need gunsmith materials i need the shards because if you remember i basically cleared out all my shards doing something i can't remember it was infusing and and doing stuff and yeah i remember you leveling you, well, up loads well, of stuff. shard spending spree at one point yeah, so I went down yeah. to about 200 or something ridiculous. So I then turned in all my gunsmith materials because I thought if I dismantle all those weapons, they will give me shards. I'm now back up to 3,000 shards. I've got 3,600 gunsmith materials, which shards, basically though. equals yeah. 36 guns that I'm going to get from him because it's every 100 weapon parts gives you a, a weapon. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so what parts? Are, yeah, and then mod components are also going away. Yeah, I, I, I did not. I, I've been saying for the last couple of seasons, I'm like, eventually there will be a reason to spend these, or I'll have you know some role where it's well, like, no, this, reason is they're going to go this away. Is, yeah, this is the role <laughs> to get. So now, yeah, so that's why I spent this week looking over videos and making lists because I am like Night Demon. I have fifty thousand four hundred and seventy nine gunsmith materials and five hundred forty six weapon telemetries to go through. 
So I'm going to be spending some quality time again, not today where the game is telling me it's can't find the servers, mm-hmm. but at some point I will be spending some quality time with my 50,000 materials and going, what do I want out of this? I mean, I'm going to get a pile of weapons at the end of this. What's worth keeping. I posted a video. <sighs> I posted a video. Did y'all see um, about um, basically it, it took all the twabs we've had up to this point and kind of condensed it and gave it a little bit of comedy, which I enjoy. So um, make sure to put that in, in the notes and whatnot. Oh, well, and who is it by without looking? I don't know. More console. He's a guy. He's a guy I don't normally look at. He actually just popped up on my feed. More console. More console. Yeah. More I've, console. That's what I said. Yeah. So, so not 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 PC. More console is what he's trying to tell you. Yeah. 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 And he's almost a million followers. So I mean, clearly he's got the right idea. I'm not saying he does. I'm just saying I hadn't personally heard of him until that video popped up on my feed. I've told you about him before. Like I You're said, for- I haven't personally heard of him until he you popped up on my feed. You have personally heard of him. I don't think so. So, so if I'm if I'm saying I don't know, getting into this game for the first time, and again, I'm not going to have a you know pile of materials to go play, but w- would this be a a good starting point to say that you know I, I'm in at the sort of the end of the season? I have a couple of weeks before this new content drops. Assuming I'm going to buy the new content, mm-hmm. is this where I would start and say this is a good starting point to be like, what is going on with this game? I don't really care what's been happening, but tell me what's going to be happening in a couple of weeks. Right. It, would this be a good place to start there? Does that, it, is it like the, the give me everything I need to know? Uh, mm, no. no, it's more. It, no, the video is more discussing about the witch queen and the exotics that you get in it and kind of like the storyline of the witch queen. It doesn't really get into the pros and cons of buying the witch queen versus this and that and the other. It's just, it's, it's just breaking down basically all the pops and videos we've seen thus far. So, okay. no, okay. this is not a video that tells you whether or not, um, you know, you should join it at this particular time. It's an overview like of bullet points, basically. Yeah. Mm, okay. Okay. Yeah. Because it says everything I need to know. And I didn't know if it was everything I needed to know or just something as I needed to know. Well, I think it's everything you needed to know up until this point because uh, there's been more information. Yeah. There's yeah. more information coming uh, out each gotcha. week. So it should have. I think there should have been a caveat to that video saying everything you need to know up until a certain point in time. Yeah, there's a little bit of clickbait. Like the title suggests that he can tell us about the exotic that it came with. He does not. He just shows a few clips so of the exotic. Are you saying it's not a good video to include in the show notes? It is a good video. It, it's still no. It is definitely a good video. It is, but it is over... not respawn approved. Nor is a deacon approved at 18 minutes. Oh, no, definitely not. Approved. No. But um, it is. I, I no, I recommend it. I do. It's funny. It's uh. I think if you're a new player, though, the stuff. Yeah. I think Even if you're, if a, new you're player, a new player. Well, I mean, I'm just saying, as, as we literally have a new player listening to us right now, I was just yeah, saying, is this exactly. a, is, is this a spot for him to get started, or is it not? I don't want to send him on the wrong path if he's like, this doesn't help me. I think if you're a new player and you've only just started playing the game, literally in the last couple of days. I think just go in and explore, play some strikes, go onto the EDZ, have a go at public events, just play around, get a feel for the characters, try all the characters, try all the subclasses, have a look at so like some easy builds. I'd say like, I mean, to be honest, some of the most of the the builds these days require you to go and get an exotic item for your clothing or an exotic weapon which means that you'll have to be at power level to go and do lost sectors or master lost sectors and things like that. So Not I think, necessarily. 
there's a man who comes every weekend who will bring you free exotics. So there's a man, Xur, X-U-R, which is confusing because he is currently also in the game on a planet called Eternity. But he also comes to a a random location every week (laughs) and he brings exotic weapons and armor. One armor piece for each class and then one exotic weapon, which you'll need some materials to purchase them. But it's a nice way to say, I can start building that collection of weapons. I mean, because Destiny... While it's sort of becoming an RPG, sort of, it's still at its heart a looter shooter. And you just need to collect the loot to put in your vault to then complain about your lack of vault space. That's how the cycle begins. Yeah, I mean, Zur is an avenue to go and explore, and he comes at the weekends. Every Friday at reset, he will be here until reset of the following Tuesday. The only issue with that is that what I found with my son is when he plays, he can't go and buy the exotics because he hasn't got enough shards to tr- turn into Zer to go and get said things. So there's a lot of grinding there that if you haven't got enough legendary gear dropping or if you haven't dismantled enough to get the legendary shards, then it's quite hard because Spider, who lives on the Tangled Shore, who was our like vendor for dealing in whatever planetary materials that you've got, you could kind of swap one for another or swap planetary materials for glimmer or shards. That that was actually taken out of his inventory, the shards part, because everyone went, oh, we've got too many shards. So Bungie went, oh, everyone's got too many shards, so nobody wants to buy shards. Right. But new players do need shards to kind of get go, or if they want to kind of jumpstart. So... I think the best advice for you to do is play the game, get a good feel for what you want to do. And any legendary gear that you get, dismantle it. Collect as many shards, collect as many planetary materials that you can get. Uh, Enhancement cores, enhancement prisms, golf balls if you can get them. If if you're playing like uh, the strike playlist and you rank up with Zavala at the tower, or if you're playing the Crucible and you're ranking up with Shaxx in the tower, once you get to a certain rank, as well as Gambit as well, once you get to rank 16, which is quite hard, uh, unless it's like a double or triple, well, let's say double or triple, it's just now uh, an XP boosted week. And I believe Gambit next week coming up is um, boosted. So you could play Gambit next week, all week long, and everything you get, apart from the arm that you've got on and exotics that drop, I'd say dismantle it all and just keep all the infusion materials that you can. Because when Witch Queen hits in a month's time, you are going to be at the same power level as every other Guardian, new and yeah. old. And that's that, that's what I was about to tell him, because right now he's talking about how he's only 1250. You're, Don't you're, worry 1205. About it. you're only 1205 for now, because as soon as the new season drops, if you've got the new season, you everybody's going to be Not even if you haven't. Yeah, not even that. Your, your, your power floor for everybody gets raised at the same level. Oh, whether really? you're new okay. light, whether you bought the things, yeah, whether you're, whether you're paying to play or whether you're playing free on new light, your power floor is the same across everybody. Cause Bungie wants oh, to get rid you. of the, the, I bought the content and now I'm way more powerful than you versus, Hey, I just convinced you to pick up this game and now you're super under leveled and can't do anything. Well, there you so go. It starts right? so all the same. Going to last for another four or five weeks. But until then, right now, blues are your friend. Blues are going to get you to the hard cap of 1330 or the soft cap of 1330, I believe. Honestly, I would I wouldn't even worry about that. Like you're, you're going to play the game, you're going to get more powerful stuff. Because I mean, you're, you're starting at the floor. There's only one way to go. Is up. yeah. So basically, just spend the next four weeks gathering as much materials as you can, swapping out the armor as you kind of power up, and in four weeks' time, you, me, respawn, parody, we will all be at thirteen fifty as soon as the Witch Queen drops. 
that's it no no qualms about it we're all going to be the same power level we're going to have more stuff than you but you'll be at the same point of kicking off power wise so you don't have to then race to get to 1350 now to then get to well, well, well I, I honestly if you're just picking up the game just play the game i mean yeah. figure out you know figure out where you want to spend your time figure out what you enjoy up to and including yeah. what character do i want to play i mean respawn plays all three characters nineteen <laughs> in mains well respawn will i'm oh, sorry respawn is a hunter main he will play all three characters when he's loot hunting Yes. Night Demon plays all three is- characters because he likes to try out. Night Demon is a completionist. He wants to try out every build on every character with everything in the game. Yeah. I play mainly on Titan and some on Warlock just because I don't have the time or inclination to play all three and I don't have that completionist streak. So, I mean, first things first, figure out what you enjoy. Figure out which subclasses and which supers and which style of play suits you. And then, and then go from there and then, you know, start building around that. Say, hey, I mean, even figure out what weapons you like. There are a lot of different weapon types in the game, and everybody has a different opinion of, I like hand cannons, I like auto rifles, I'm more of a pulse rifle person, I like sidearms and being up close, or do I like range? You know, figure out, you know, I mean, and you probably, if you've played video games before, you probably know what your play style is overall, but figure out, you know, what what guns in this game feel good, and then just start collecting those. And the only thing I will say is there is is a new, like, quest where you you start the game, it's like, hey, it sort of gives you an intro. Bungie's never been good at Destiny about introducing you to this game. But at the end of that quest, you'll get a scout rifle called the Night Watch. That's the mm. only gun I will say to keep because, as we'll get to later on, a couple of different people have said, "Hey, if you're hunting, you know, if you've got the gunsmith materials to turn in, or if you're hunting weapons, the Night Watch roll on that weapon you get from the New Light quest is a pretty good roll and is one worth keeping." So that's the one thing I would say: sticking, you know, grab it. Keep it on your character, is. I'm, at, I'm at end game and in my raids, I use the Night Watch for my ranged weapon. So, yeah, no, the Night Watch is definitely a very good scout rifle to have. Yeah, and that roll particularly is a good roll of that weapon. Mm-hmm. So, with all that, should we just get on with what's happening next week in Destiny? Yeah, what is happening next week in Destiny there, Night Demon? Well, next week, the featured Nightfall is going to be Sepkis Prime in the Devil's Lair on the Cosmodrome. So that's a good fun one to play because that's basically the same strike that it was in Destiny 1. So if you've played Destiny 1, you'll know what it's about. If you haven't played Destiny 1, it's a cool one to go and visit. So as I said, that's the featured one. So that will then be selectable up to Grandmaster. Whereas if you have been playing for a long time, you'll have the Grandmaster selection off to the side on the right that you can then select any of the Nightfalls that have been in the rotation this season and play through those. And once you've completed each one, it then comes out of the rotation for you for then is it conqueror is the seal i believe for the raids no, no for the grandmasters yes the conqueror is the, oh, yeah, the, the title yeah, yeah. you can get yeah so you have to earn a high nightfall strike uh defeat champions and do a grandmaster on each subclass and do six different grandmaster nightfalls to become a conqueror if you want to go for that title we can earn bonus Gambit ranks all week long. So if you've got anything left to do in Gambit for the rest of the season, do it next week and earn some extra stuff. So if you've already gone past ranking up with the Drifter, then do it again and get some more materials. I think I've got one left to do on my season pass that is play in two of every subclass. So that's what I'm going to be doing next week is just doing six of those and hopefully getting out before I kind of... 
not that it's a bad mode. It's just that I, I played I enough. I think he's more worried about his wife killing him personally. No, it, I played it mm -hmm. way too much to rank up and then rank up again to get the ornament for the Ascendancy rocket launcher. And I did it all in the space of a week and I, my eyes were bleeding <laughs> at the end of it. Yeah, I burned yourself out. I did. I really burned myself out on it. So next week's going to be a good test to see if I still enjoy it. And light it up when Team Scorch comes to the Crucible next week. Oh my god, is it Scorch next week? It is Scorch next week. So Mayhem's this week, Scorch next week. Parody, what is what is Team Scorched? Team Scorched is basically you get a giant um, flame cannon, and that's the only weapon you have. Everybody gets one, and you're just running at each other, shooting giant flamey balls of death at each other. That's it. Until one team kills the other team more. No yeah, supers, no all. other weapons. Nope. It's flamethrowers for everyone. Yeah, well, not flamethrowers, flame rocket launchers, but yeah. I mean, I mean, it throws a flame, but you know, it just it comes out of the gun and goes, Wee! And the and thing about it is, it's, it burn. lags so much, right? I can't get a kill for anything unless mm. I'm just on the ground and I manage to get, like, uh, I see, shoot the wall next to somebody or something, right? But some of these guys are surgeons with that damn rocket launcher. I'm just like, good God, man. Like, Sounds like a piece of problem to me. Right? Well, I mean, I guess. But, like, I hate see, that game mode. You see, that's that's the game mode you want your warlock in because your warlock can floof around and float and you can just hover up there in the sky. And it, now you're either going to get picked off because you're a sitting duck or you're going to say, I can murder you with this giant flame cannon of death. Or you want to be a titan with the exotic boots of the lion ramparts and hover over doorways until people run through going, I'm sure there's a red mark on here. And then boom, shoot them. Dead. Guardian down. That's it. I got that's real it. dark real quick. Are you all right, David? You need to talk to somebody? Nope. Are you sure? I'm quite happy. All right. What else do we have? We have some Lost Sectors. Hello! So if you are at, uh, is it 1310 for the Legendary Lost Sectors, I believe? And for the Master Lost Sectors, it's 1350. Ah, uh, yep. You can go in way under power, but you know, if you the do... The recommended light level is 1330, but it is 1350. I mean, you can go in. You just may not have a good time. Yeah. I mean, with the right weapon loadout, you'll be fine. So on Monday, the 24th, will be Perdition on Europa, and that will be dropping you exotic helmets, and that is your legendary Lost Sector. And don't forget, the legendary ones on the next daily reset on Tuesday become the Master Lost Sector at 1350, so it's a lot harder, but it's a bit more of a... You better rewards. Well, you get a better chance at it to drop, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, the whole point to do these is doing these solo, because it'll give you certain exotic armor that you can only get from these lost sectors and By doing, doing solo, solo gives you a chance yeah yeah you can, you can go and do them with a team because and just you know murder things kill champions but yeah the, the, the whole point of it is to get that armor yeah or just to so, ignore the armor because you've gotten the one piece you need and you go i don't need to think about you ever again <laughs> so what happens each season is the new exotics are now put into the lost sectors and new exotic armors to be specific sorry exotic armor sorry yes yeah get put in the lost sectors so you'll find at the beginning of the season a lot of people try and do the the lost sectors quite quickly to get these exotics to drop but if you're a new player and you're trying to do these lost sectors and it say it's helmets for the day you could sit in there and farm that all day if you if you can do it yeah, and yeah. it you will get different helmets to drop i think you're guaranteed to get the newest helmet to drop uh, which is the precious scars if you're a titan which looks like mum's cracked china 
the hell, Mitch? Which you don't want. Don't 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 waste your time. It's not, it's not that. It, honestly, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. It's not that anyway. good either. For, for most, for unless you're playing, <laughs> unless you're playing like in-game PvP, it's not terribly useful. No. So you'll start with that one, and then you'll progress and get other helmets to drop. So it is. It is good for PvP. It is. Uh, PvP, it PvP where you can res each other. Yes. So oh, that playing, one, the, the overshooting the helmet. Is that yeah that one? yeah oh, grants okay. you in, in your fire team an overship when you res them yeah I mean if you're just playing like team scorched or just regular control quick play it 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 won't do you any good but if you're playing competitive or God help you trials of Osiris it could be useful sure. but there's also way better <laughs> there's way better options so yeah they they give you helmets to drop say for instance and then if you're at the point where you're like a, a veteran player or you've played it for quite some time and you've got all the exotics, if you then want to go into the lost sectors and farm them for say helmets on the, that specific day, that would give you more of a chance at getting more random roll drop at higher power level on and uh, different stat uh, distributions on those armor pieces. So there are reasons for kind of still doing these later on in the season. So if you're, if you need a specific exotic helmet with like maybe a, a few more stats in different positions, it's worth trying to do these because you know it's going to be an exotic helmet and that's what you want to kind of farm for. Then you have more of a chance of like uh, honing it down basically to what you want it to be. It's not necessarily going to be the exotic helmet that you want right away, or it could be. You never know. Just it's luck of the draw. So, yeah, Monday 24th, Pedition, Europa, Helmets. Tuesday, the 25th, will be De Bay of Drowning Wishes on the Dreaming City, giving you exotic legs. 26th will be the Chamber of Starlight on the Dreaming City, giving you exotic arms. 27th will be the, be the Aphelion's Rest on the Dreaming City, giving you chest pieces. 28th will be the Empty Tank Tangled Shore Lost Sector, giving you helmets. 29th will be the K1 Logistics on the Moon, giving you exotic legs. 30th will be the K1 Communion on the moon, giving your arms. And then back around to the following Monday, which will be the 31st, will be the K1 Crew Quarters on the moon, giving your chests. And we've got guides from PV Shifty, Abby Hour, and Time Sausage Gaming, which will be linked in our show notes. Also, check out Legionless channel and the Abontis channel, because he's done quite a few guides, as we've said over the last couple of weeks, of for, specifically for new players coming into the game that don't have any exotics that can kind of get to a reasonable power level and recommended loadouts for just kind of weapons that you may have access to from just like going to the tower or picking up from different vendors or just getting drops in the game. And then tactics and strategies of where to go and where to stand and how to tackle some of these champions that you will face in the lost sectors so check those guys out it's really helpful right so we also have a list of what's happening with your eververse for next week first off go pick up your 700 free break test this week next week and every week until witch queen drops yeah. Second of all, for the new guy that just got here two days ago, what is Eververse, Demon? Eververse is a vendor in the tower next to the Postmaster. That Where sells they... you stuff. With really, no, no, really, they don't real... sell. They, they give you stuff. They reward you for playing the game. Where you can play dress up. Eververse is cosmetics. Yes. Yeah. So for silver next week, if you're using real world money to purchase your silver, we have the drone flight exotic emote which is going to be a thousand silver. If you're missing the pink mist weapon ornament for the malfeasance, that will be 700 silver. 
if you need the Aburate Economy, which is your exotic ship, which looks like a taxi from Fifth Element. Quite interesting. That would be mm -hmm. 800 silver. Or if you need the Mud Caked Monstrosity, which would be exotic Sparrow, that would be mm. 800 silver. <laughs> they do look quite interesting, and these are the 30th anniversary ones, so... Yeah. Interesting as a word. Yeah. I mean, you've got to check it out next week to see what the they actually look like. Shell, I could describe the them. But... Reminds me of the big green monster that uh, the wall in a baseball field that I went to once. Time ago that I don't remember it's the got name. nothing to do with this. Well, I mean, so... you say that, but it's called the monstrous shell and it's green like the big green monster. And he's wearing a baseball cap. It exactly looks like it's related. Or it could be the Hulk in a baseball cap. Yeah, it's either it's either Wrigley. I can't remember if it's Wrigley Field or which field has the big green monster. But you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. For night demon American baseball, there's a big giant wall at the back of the stadium that's huge and green that they call the green monster. And there's your limited context for the day. I'll give you a bit more of context. You know the Simpsons episode where Homer is you see inside Homer's brain and the little monkeys clashing the symbols? That's me right now. <laughs> So if you are a new player to Destiny, there are three things that you can get in the Eververse store which you can trade your Bright Dust for that you don't really need, to be honest. It's only when you've played the game too much and you've got so much Bright Dust that I would recommend spending these. And even then, I don't ever buy them. So you've got the Concentrated Matter Gem. <laughs> How is that a sales pitch for you? You could get this, but don't bother. Don't, no. It's 200 Bright Dust and it gives you an upgrade module uh, ionizer which created from refined matter gems it basically gives you a chance <laughs> at getting upgrade modules which you can just get in game uh, you can get the glimmer shard a shard with the ability to generate glimmer during combat no you don't need that that's 250 bright dust don't waste your bright dust on that and the third thing not to waste your bright dust on is the scavenger's <laughs> boon which <laughs> gives you planetary material boost no there are things that you can get on your ghost if you upgrade your ghost you can get all of these things to drop just in game by playing so don't worry about those but the next thing if if you are a new customer if you're a new i say new customer if you're a new customer to eververse then try oh, yeah. these things out so you have the ripe sniff <laughs> that's your your rare emote <laughs> for 400 bright dust you have a ripe sniff maybe so you should get that checked out yeah um no you have the game ghost shell. So this is the Game Boy ghost shell that we've we've been waiting for for a couple of weeks. That respawn went out and bought straight away yes. for some silver. But I've waited. So I've got two thousand eight hundred and fifty bright dust earmarks so for this game ghost shell. So it's exotic ghost shell. You have the seventh column projection, which I will not be buying because I haven't got a seventh column, so I don't deserve it. That's for one thousand five hundred bright dust. I know Scrub. you have parody. Don't rub it in. <laughs> I don't know if you had a seventh column. Pretty sure. You can check your uh, in your triumphs. Yeah, there, it's in your medals. There's a medal. Mm -hmm. Ninety people uh, wouldn't know. No. Well, I've looked at it longingly, thinking when, when. <laughs> no seventh column in Destiny One or Destiny Two. I'm just a scrub. I wouldn't even know where to look for it, honestly. Yeah, you're even more of a scrub. Mm -hmm. yeah. So I mean, we have. Like oh, lifetime. We have the Lilac Bombast, which is your legendary shader for 300 Bright Dust. Still disagree with the fact that Bright Dust is 300 for a shader, but never mind moving on because that was several months ago. 
We have the second line multiplayer exotic emote for 4,250 bright dust. For our hunters, we have the Athris's Embrace ornament, the wrong hands, for 1,500 bright dust. The ornament for the Curace of the Falling Stars, the Comets in Stir, Comet Stirs in Dreams, again, 1,500 bright dust. And then the Phoenix Fall, which is your uh, Phoenix Protocol ornament for 1,500 bright dust. And then we have a ghost shell, multi-band shell, which is your exotic ghost shell, for 2,850 bright dust. The Tashion 4, exotic ghost ship. Exotic ghost ship, what am I saying these days? That monkey, you're gonna need, gonna need to get that monkey yeah. checked out. I don't think he's working right. So your exotic ship, <laughs> 2,000 bright dust. The mag Magneton Thrust, your exotic sparrow for 2,500 bright dust. The ornament for the Devil's Ruin sidearm, which is Devil's Advocate for 1,250 bright dust. And Crota's Bane Projection for 1,500 bright dust. Again, another thing that I wouldn't recommend new players buying, projections for your ghost. You very rarely see them. You don't really need them. And you might as well just play the game and get into the drop when you get your Eververse engrams. How do you get a seven column? You got to kill seven people rapidly? Seven guardians within a short space of time. So basically, when it racks up those kills in Crucible and it goes one person down, two person down, three person down, four right, person down. Yeah. Literally that, because if there's a break in between, I think it's like a second break in between like your fourth kill and your fifth kill, it won't count. It has to be quite consecutive. It has to be very fast. So by the time that you've killed the first person and got to the sixth person, that first person has respawned and you've killed them again. Right. Because I've gotten everything yeah. except something called the Reaper. I think I did mine with the Warlock with the exotic that as you get kills with your Stormcaller hands, it gets it makes you more and more powerful. And I just mowed down the entire other team and they were very unhappy about it. You did. Really? Yes, I remember that. Mm -hmm. I think I, you needed to done that with your unlimited ammunition gun. No, because that's no, because that's not quick enough. It was just I was able to wipe the team and then head toward their spawn and then wipe them as they came back. Oh. And then as I killed more, it made me more and more powerful. I just got more angry. I just oh, hulked I do not have people. a seventh column. I found it. It's under Shh. gold tier. It's metals, gold well, neither tier. Of, neither of you deserve one, then. You're both scrubs. Nope. I don't get one. No. As a matter of fact, the only thing I've gotten <laughs> under gold tier is Annihilation 24 times, Ghost in the Night 4 times, Power Overwhelming 24 times, and Total Mayhem once. Scrubs. All scrubs. Yeah. yeah. Get good scrubs. That's, I mean, I don't... Yeah, I will no longer yeah. hear any talk of 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 one v wanting or any sort of any sort of crucible nonsense until you get good. That's not me. That's him. He's the one that one v ones people. I know. That's and what I I'm and, and, and I'm saying, <laughs> and I'm saying, he can't anymore until he gets good because he's not good yet. But I'm I'm good in the one v ones. It would seem just not in team combat. <laughs> no. uh, I don't want to hear it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know what uh, he does want to hear? What? What do I want to hear? What happened with the hotfix this week? Do I want to hear that? You do. I mean, I think everybody wants to hear it. because I mean, The way he says that makes me think I actually don't want to hear that because mm -hmm. he's sketchy, but I'm listening. Uh, well, well, they did do a couple of fixes. The first one being um, if you're playing your Dares of Eternity and you've, you're not stuck in an endless cycle forever, they fixed a rare crash that could occur during the Crota, Crota boss encounter. So if Crota kept crashing, crashing on you, he should crash less now. 
if you're doing your grasp of avarice dungeon with your 30th anniversary content they've improved the responsiveness of the ogre boss becoming vulnerable when the cursed idol buff is activated i'm not saying his name frigia because it's a hard name to say but the ogre boss he should work better if you're looking to play gambit next week because you need to finish something out or you just want to hurt yourself they fixed an issue where defeating (laughs) enemies with a finisher could cause a crash so they fix one gambit crash and they do say the team is continuing to investigate general crashes in gambit please continue to report issues to the help forum on bungie.net because it's still buggy it's still gambit it's the telesto of destiny it really is now you've got to explain telesto to the new people well i will i'll get to that here in a minute because that's what you can buy from zero this week but before you do that but before you do that in crucible they fix an issue where the invisible geometry could block bullets or movements on some curved surfaces so if you think you were shooting a wall and you weren't shooting, you know, you think you were shooting the guardians and you were shooting a wall, you were, turns out, invisible walls, wall hacks the other way. Love They've it. also fixed an issue that prevented equipping exotic weapon ornaments onto the wish ender bow. So your wish ender bow can now look beautiful again. Love it. They did fix an issue where the hunter class ability cooldown times would increase if the player's mobility stat was over 100. I saw that! May yeah, now increase their mobility to whatever value over 100 they desire without detriment to their cooldown timers, even if it provides no real benefit. Seriously, yeah. go ahead. Max that yeah. stat out. We dare you. Show us how high you can get your mobility. Which is verbatim, word for word, from Bungie. So, come on, Respawn. Max it out. How high can you get their mobility, even though it provides uh, you no, no benefit? And they did also revert a change to the trifecta of colorblind mode default colors to address community feedback so if you can play the game you might be able to see things in the proper color I can't again play the damn game. so if also, you uh try yeah. it was triceratops wasn't it and uh uh-huh. Tri- 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 triceratops yeah, proto man and uh, deuteronomy mm-hmm. yeah. that's it yeah they've also improved the roster grouping and sorting algorithms to generally improve roster performance and show you all of your friends in orbit and that's it so yeah, so 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 you can max out your mobility and you can uh, see colors again. Are they the right colors? I don't know. I'm assuming it's they, they brought it back to the before they, before they fixed it, <laughs> but I don't yeah. want that color. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that should work. So backtracking a little bit, what is Zer selling? Since you brought up the uh, Telesto, Zer, I believe this week is selling the Telesto, which is an exotic fusion <laughs> rifle that fires. Think the needler from Halo if the bullets were sticky and stuck on the ground and exploded. They stick on the anything. Teles- Not just ground. Yeah. They stick on anything. The Telesto also is a running meme in the Destiny community as it has a tendency to break the game in weird and wonderful ways. No, no. See, he's underselling it. All right. No, stop. Weird so and wonderful the ways. Look at that doesn't have a tendency to break the game. The Telesto absolutely obliterates just the most random stuff in the game that you wouldn't even Respawn. think of. Respawn. It's a weapon as a bug. Yeah. It, it, is your new light player still play in your in your chat at this point in time? Uh, I have no idea. It's it's hard to tell with with the numbers. Because earlier it said I have zero people watching, but three people were talking, so I have no idea. Because I was just gonna I was just gonna ask him a quick question. Because let's say for instance, new light player, you designed destiny one and destiny two would you bring a gun that you knew for a fact broke destiny one into destiny two no you wouldn't would you you wouldn't because that's exactly what bungie did and it did it broke the game so there's a little bit of history on telesto telesto breaks the game 
I think it's just their testing tool, basically. They use the gun. If the so. gun works fine, then they know they've done good, and there's only a few minor bugs. But if it breaks the game completely, they know they've done bad. Absolutely. But if you did want to go and visit Zer, Zer is on the on Nessus on in the Watcher's grave, um, in, up in a tree. So where you'll see many guardians kind of hovering round, that's where he is up in. I, th I think it's Watcher's. Is it Watcher's grave? Yeah, yeah, Watcher's grave on Nessus. Watcher's and... grave on Nessus. And this is where I'm going to plug Fallout's video of uh, like what is there selling I mean, <laughs> every week because Fallout will tell you in a minute if it's worth going to Zer, where Zer is, and why you'd want to. T Rex said they didn't want it in D2. It just showed up one day and they can't get rid of it. <laughs> mm -hmm. That could be they the case, actually. Yeah, they didn't bring it. It just showed up one day. <laughs> hey, guys, um, remember me? <laughs> Wait, how did you? It doesn't matter. No. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think Zara's selling it this week. I was actually unable to get to Watcher's Grave to confirm because Nessa says, um, nope, we are full of Calabrese's here and not actual gameplay. So right. don't know what's on that planet. Nessus could be Pretty gone well. for all I know. No, this is yeah, he is selling Telesto this weekend. <sighs> so that is the weekend of the twenty first, say to the I can't remember what day it's gonna be. Twenty both twenty fifth, yeah. If you're if you're hearing this in the podcast, go quick because you might have already missed it. If it's Monday, if it's after Monday, sad for you. Try again later. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> it's like it might be here. on a Monday, could be Wednesday. It's hard. To say. <laughs> if you're still in here, my dude, go get it. It is it is going to be the well, weirdest. I try to well, sit out on Monday, Tuesday. Monday. I try. I know you do. I I just don't want to hold you to it because um this is your show. We're just alone for the ride. Mm-hmm. We're the duo. I mean, act. If it's my show, then do as you're told. Somebody read somebody else the twelve. I can read the twelve. Well, why can't he do it? He's not doing anything else apart from I can singing. Absolutely do it. That's what he's—he's he's the duo singer. That's what he's here for. I thought that's—I yeah, thought that's what the contract just said. said. Be the duo singers. Yeah. Okay. Well, I didn't say that. Two oh. up. Two up. Somebody two up. Where, two where, up. where are we at? When I get down, the power is yours. Are we past the that? beginning. The very top. No, okay. So we didn't do any yet. Right, right below where the man is sweeping up all the, the blue power things. power is yours. All right, we're going back to Captain Planet, baby. Let's get it. The power is yours. In the realm of destiny, power not only is a measurement of your guardian's general abilities. Hold on, let me hide these things right quick. Because we don't want that. All right, cool. Um, in the realm of destiny, power is not only a measurement of your guardian's general abilities, but a consistent gauge for players on whether or not they'll be able to take on a given challenge. Uh, while the Witch Queen won't feature a big overhaul in the ways in which you gain power, we do have some general updates coming on launch day to get returning and new players up and ready for a fresh campaign. First of all, power level doesn't do anything except restrict you from certain content. Once your power level is over certain content, you get capped in a lot of these contents. So power level is just an arbitrary number that time gets you from certain activities, and I hate it. Moving on. First, let's talk some definitions. Some of you might know these by heart, but we're always excited to introduce new lights and returning players to information like this. Floor. That's the lowest possible on. power cap for a piece of gear. Starting point for new characters. Soft cap. The point at which general drops stop being automatic upgrades. Powerful gear drops are now the best way to gain power. 
power cap. The point at which the powerful drops stop being upgrades. Pinnacle gear drops are now the only way to gain power. And the hard cap. The max possible power from pinnacle drops ignoring the power you get from the artifact. So starting on February 22nd, the power floor will be updated to 1350. That means everybody, new, old, in the middle, all of us are going to be 1350 unless somehow you got higher than that. Any player who signs in will be at appropriate power levels to start the Witch Queen campaign. Even if they've taken a recent break from the game. Speaking of the Witch Queen, there she is in all of her moth glory? Question mark? Yeah, so that's what we Fun were saying. Fact. Everybody starts at the same spot when the new content drops. Fun fact, Astacross said this. I don't know if it's true, but Astacross said that <laughs> there was a race that Destiny was going to bring into the game of moth people. But that race never came in. So her looking like a moth is supposed to be a nod or a tribute to the race that never made it into Destiny. So there you go. Uh, through general gameplay, players can reach a soft cap of 1,500 by earning general gear through activity, completions, chests, and more. This includes rare and legendary drops. Once the so And this is what we were talking about earlier. To reach 1,500 as quickly as possible, go to the character that you play the least, do all of your pinnacles, all of your powerful gears, swap the weapons over to your second least played character, do it all over again, swap your weapons to the most played character, and assuming RNG has been on your side, your most played character will now have the highest light cap. And the next week, take those weapons, put it back on your lowest character, level them up, and keep that, keep that ball rolling. And that's how you get to 1500 relatively quickly, right? Um, this includes rare and legendary drops. Once reaching the soft cap, players will need to earn powerful drops from vendor challenges and other objectives in the game. Once reaching the power cap of 1550, the only upgrades that players will find from in-game activities that offer pinnacle rewards. Sorry, that was read wrong. Um, once reaching the power cap of 1550, the only upgrades that players will find are going to be from in-game activities that offer pinnacle rewards. That. Your final stretch to the cap of 1560 will be through raids, trials of Osiris, Iron Banana, and other end-game PvE sources. There will be some adjustments to pinnacle and powerful sources, as these shift yearly to focus on newer seasonal content and fresh Destiny 2 expansion content offered with the Witch Queen. Keep an eye on tooltips as you start completing activities, as they'll specifically note the different types of rewards that they offer. We have no doubts that our more eager players will create guides within a week of launch, but we hope that the power climb is fairly easy to understand once you get your boots on the ground on February 22nd. So, Demon and Parody, rule of thumb is to do your regular activities, and then your powerful activities, and then your pinnacle activities in that order to max out your light, right? I don't know. I just, I just go and play the game and don't worry he, about it. He just plays the game. Days. I can I can kind of roughly tell. Yeah, I've got 90 days to get there, so I'm in no huge rush because just playing the game, I level up pretty quickly on one character, and I'm not trying to race to you know do a day one raid or anything. But 19 will tell you what is, quote, the best way to do it. Night Demon, what's the best way? A quick overview. So we're all going to be 1350 when we start. There's 150 light to gain there. The, the long and short of it is when you first log in, 
pick a character, any character, it doesn't matter which one it is that you want to kind okay. of play. If it's if it's your main character or if it's your third main character, it doesn't really matter. But what your kind of goal is to get all your characters by just going off and playing random things, not necessarily doing pinnacles or powerful drops first, just go and play a couple of strikes, a couple of gambit matches, go off and do public events and things like that. Get your characters to 1500. At that point, you want to make sure that all of them are at 1500. Then you want to go off and start doing your powerful drops. So you want to kind of do your powerful tiers. Now, at the moment, there are, th or I say three, but there are four powerful tiers. You have powerful tier one, powerful tier two, and powerful tier three. And then you have pinnacles, which is even more light that you can kind and, of gain. And how do I, how do I tell what's, how do I tell what activity will give me what kind of reward? Like... <laughs> Just a rule of thumb at the moment. You have tier one, which are Shaq's bounties, Zavala bounties, Gambit bounties, clan bounties, and yeah. engrams. Basically, like, like playlist activities. So like anything you can jump to with a playlist and just go round and round again, that's, that's where I want to start with my playlist activities, depending but, on the flavor. No, I no. But they, these are just the bounties that you can kind of do. Uh, Hawthorne in the tower down by Ikora says she's a tier, she either says she's a tier two or a tier three reward, but she actually gives you a, a pinnacle drop, which is a lot more power. And how do I tell if, if I'm, if I'm logging into the game, bounties, how do I tell what, what, how do I tell what, what character gives me what? Does the game tell me? It or do should. I just have to know? Yeah. Uh, some of them will tell you and some of them don't tell you. So like doing the, the eight bounties at the different vendors doesn't tell you that it's just a, a regular kind of powerful drop. Uh, I believe if you hover over the strikes, it says that it will give you the powerful tier two or three. I can't remember because I'm not actually logged in now. Um, yeah. yeah. So, so I mean, the game, and again, and these are all going to be not what they are in Witch Queen, but yeah, the game they're all you know, change. should tell you, hey, if I play this activity or pick up these bounties, this is the reward I should get. Yeah. This And this is where, you know, this is why Bungie's telling you about this power grind, because this is what we used to do like every three months. With every seasonal changeover of any sort, it was you're going to spend your first couple of weeks grinding up to the new floor of a power level. And now with Witch Queen, they said we're only going to do this sort of on big content drops, like every every year, every year and a half. You know, basically, like you know, the Witch Queen is the next big content expansion where the game really changes and really gets shaken up. That's why we're going to have this big power creep. So if you're new to the game and just coming to this, you're going, I'm going to have to start doing this every single time. No, like this is just. We're doing this for Witch Queen, and then you know, three months time or so, when the new, the next season takes over, there will be a small power climb, you know, like ten overall from like the floor to the to the cap or twenty. You know, it won't be anything. Yeah, like it won't be a hundred another one hundred and fifty power grind. Like you're not spending your entire time just playing the game to raise your power to then play the game because you'll be powerful enough. But this right. is sort of like where we're resetting. But that's also why Bungie puts us all at the same floor, whether you just picked up the game or have been here since twenty fourteen. We all start from the same spot. So you're not playing catch up day one with everybody else. They'll just have more armor and gear than you have, they, but they won't be any power, more powerful. Yeah. So once you've, once you've gone from 1350 to 1500, which is your soft cap. So that's blues will give you, get you up to there. Um, and they, I believe blues only give you like a bump of maybe one or two light, whereas legendaries give you a bump in maybe two to three light, depending on, what the game feels like at that point in the soft cap once you've hit the soft cap of 1500 they say that powerful cap is the next point which powerful drops 
help you get up to the hard cap. So at the moment, powerful drops in the game, you have Des of Eternity, and that gives you a plus three. Astral Alignment, that will also give you a plus three in light. Wayfinder's Compass Bounties, that will give you plus three. Override Missions, plus three. Battlegrounds will give you plus three. Wrathborn Hunts. Nightfall Ordeals, we have the Survival Playlist. Trials of Osiris will give you plus four. Uh, Reputation Rank Reward 1 will give you plus 3. Uh, Reputation Rank uh, in Gambit and that's also the Crucible, Gambit and Vanguard. So the Rank 1 will give you plus 3. Deepstone Crypt Encounters will give you plus 3. Uh, Exo Stranger Weekly Challenge will give you plus 3. Empire Hunts plus 3. Uh, Exo Challenge will give you plus 3. Europa Bounties plus 3. So you get the you get the gist of it. Basically, once you've hit the soft cap, powerful caps, there's a lot of things in the game at the moment, which is why Bungie say they're removing quite a lot of things and they'll rejig it so that there'll be less to start off with. There's always less at the beginning of the season. So people are always, always trying to it's like min-max and the best way to possibly get to the the hard cap before the raid. So yeah, there there is there's like about 30 ways to get to the power cap yeah at that point you're you're looking for your list of pinnacles because your pinnacle activities are the only way to actually get above that power cap so when, you know basically when, when you've hit 1500 at your soft cap your power caps at 1550 so once you get there then it's like to get higher up to 1560 your cap you're going to need to do your pinnacle activities the harder stuff yeah so at the moment you have the grasp of avarice dungeon which i think will probably still be going to next season because it's a brand new dungeon that will give right. you a plus plus two out on your drop uh dares of eternity reaching two hundred fifty thousand score that's a plus two the shattered realm defeating four champions in the dreaming city is plus two your vault of glass raid encounters is plus two and you can get four of those exo challenge although you have to upgrade that if you're a new player there you have to have upgraded that to uh, pinnacle because when you start playing that that just gives you a powerful drop but then it turns to a pinnacle once you've kind of done that master empire hunts nightfall ordeals you've got exotic quests like the harbinger and the presage which are going away which give you a plus two trials of osiris so some of these things do turn into a pinnacle once you've you've got to a certain stage vanguard strikes so completing three of those will give you a a plus one in light crucible matches and gambit matches again uh, clan weekly xp is plus one iron banner bounties is plus two so it's always worth doing those uh, and reaching legend or glory rank is plus two in the crucible so there's a lot of things that can kind of get you from your power cap to your hard cap but bungie kind of do kind of make you aware that they are changing that up also one thing to do note if if, say, instance, you are logging into the Witch Queen on the 22nd and you are going to do the grind from getting from soft to hard. Wait till the 23rd or 24th when all the bugs and, you know, day one issues are <laughs> sorted out. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> another another rule of thumb is to basically get as far as you can from the floor to the soft cap on the three characters, then start going into a rotation of doing all your powerful bounties, all your... Uh, powerful events to get you up to that point and if once it gets towards the end of the week going into the the reset then start picking up your pinnacles because that will give you a significant bump so for an example if you are still on the soft cap going to try and hit the powerful cap 
a pinnacle piece of gear which will drop will give you between seven and eight in light bump but once you hit the powerful cap that won't that will only then give you like plus one or plus two so before a certain uh, kind of cap the 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 powerful tiers and and the pinnacles do give you different grades of light so if you came if you if you started the game and you just didn't care and you started picking up powerful and pinnacle you'd get a different variation of what you were going to get so if you if you picked up the pinnacle first you'd jump up in eight in light on one piece of gear then you'd pick up like a, a normal powerful tier gear which will only give you a plus two so it, there are ways to kind of max it but if you don't care then don't worry about it and just play the game as parody does Got but it. if you want to kind of min max it then just pay attention to what you're actually doing or and, and, and like then like Bungie has said you know day one week one people will have the hey here's here's what the new powerful and pinnacle things are here's the best way to do it because yeah. this could all change because they're like they said they're going to switch around what kind of stuff that gives you what gear and yeah which i'm not going to pay attention to anyway like you said yeah. <laughs> uh, another quick example is powerful tier one will give you plus one to two light above your current light powerful tier two will give you between three and four and powerful tier three will give you between five and six and then pinnacle is seven to eight and that is before the power cap so that's from floor to power cap basically but as i said it's best to get to the soft cap with you just your blues before you cut start worrying about doing all the powerful things but yeah that, that's how you kind of min max the game i guess excellent that's a word so so what what what's what's happening with blues am i you know i've been in this game for a while i i've got seventy five thousand blues sitting in my postmaster that are clocking everything up am i gonna what's have to happening deal with blues? With blues? hang on a minute I want to know. I want to know who your postmaster is, because if you've got that many, I want the same postmaster. Uh, I mean, for that postmaster, it's a limited edition postmaster. Oh, I we, want uh, him as well. We have an agreement. Limited edition. My one we says have... I can only have twenty items. Well, I'm sorry, sir. We, we, we have an agreement. This is one of those new American postmasters. It's a it's a limited edition release. It's nope. a FedEx. No, yes. it's USPS. No, no. US. PS. Yeah, US Postmaster Services. USPMS. Yeah, USPMS. Uh, so blue engrams. You know, again, what you know, now that we now that we've talked about our 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 grind from our floor of thirteen fifty to fifteen hundred to then fifteen fifty at our power cap. Are we gonna continue to get blue engrams which serve absolutely no power and no Yes, purpose no. yes we are. Up? Yes, we, we are, are going to continue to receive them. We will. So your blue engrams are going to drop from your playlist activities, strikes, crucible, gambit, things like that, until you reach your 1500 cap. Your soft cap of 1500, you'll you'll get the blues from there because they will help level up. At this point, you know you're going to st now once you hit the 1500, you're going to stop getting blues from your playlist activities, and you will get a slightly better chance, slightly better chance at legendary reward, rewards or legendary shards. Now blue weapons and armor will still continue to come from the game from enemies and chests while you play destiny two. So you're still going to see them out in the world. You shoot someone, they're going to pop a blue engram. They're gonna, cool. I can delete you. Or you're going to find night demons, favorite blue gun. And you can go, Ooh, and now I have a new one, but you're not going to get it from the reward of playing the content at the end where the, you know, two blues and a shader drop for you at the end of it. And you go, cool. That was definitely worth it. So you get to spend less time going through your postmaster of all the blue gear 
that's just there to push the good gear out of your postmaster forever. Do we like it? Do we not like it? Yeah, absolutely. We like no, we it. Don't. We can't. Yeah, we do. No, we don't. Why do you uh, need blues, Demon? Because his favorite, some of his favorite guns are blues. And, and that's why I asked the question, because I knew you, you both would have diametrically opposed thoughts on yeah, this. No, I, blues... I'm delighted because I go, I don't care about these. I never look at them. I just delete them wholesale. Exactly. Uh, but I knew Night Demon would go, no, no, I really like the various blue weapons that, you know, pop up into the metas every now and again because they're particularly good roles or have a particularly good something about them. And yeah. Mr. Completionist will go, but I want these and, and I want no. to get them. No, no, it's no. nothing to do with the blues. It's to do no. with the postmaster. Let's face it. This is a solution to stop pushing things out of the postmaster. Now, yeah. mm-hmm. if we had enough vault space or if we had enough space on our inventory to accept a certain amount of things rather than stock mm-hmm. some in our inventory and then some in our postmasters, mm. we wouldn't need this issue to be resolved. <laughs> it wouldn't matter if you collected a billion blues because you could go in and you could go, right, that can just be moved straight to post from my postmaster to my inventory or to my vault. But no, this is a, this is a stopgap fix. This isn't a fix. This isn't, it doesn't really matter what they kind of do to kind of go, Oh, look, we're doing something. You're not doing something. Why? It's a fix, but not a fix. Why can I only store 30 strange coins in my inventory? Why? Why am I only why heavy. am I only allowed twenty one of those <laughs> treasure chest keys? Yeah. Again, it, it it makes no sense. I mean, how many how many it is, it is cores super, can you have? Nine hundred ninety nine. Right. Why? Like it's it's so random the quantities of different things you can keep, and that's why I'm always like, okay, how you know, anytime a new currency comes out, we're like, well, how many of these currencies can I hold in the stack? How many can I hold overall on my character before it goes to the postmaster and says you can't have these? And it's all it, like. You know, and again, and, and seeing the little glimpses into Bungie, I feel like this is more true than not. There's different teams working on everything, and they all have their own idea of what is the proper <laughs> proper number, because it's 30 for one, it's 999 for another, it's one for other things. Like, why? Why are we like this? You can only hold five of these at a time. Why? We had this same issue with the gunsmith materials back, it must have been about a year, maybe a year and a half ago. I where they would, only have stacks you, of... So was it oh, you could only have stacks of a thousand 999 yeah. and then it would give you another stack and then they amalgamated and went you could just go to town you could just have as many as you like up until a certain was it it goes to nine thousand nine thousand yeah, yeah. basically one shy you went from a thousand to ten thousand basically one shy of those now if they were able to do that with enhancement course and go to nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine that would save you what like 10 spots in your inventory just you personally parody mm-hmm Right? How many cores do you have? He's got hundreds because he did the glitch, didn't he, a while back. Oh, there, was a, right. there was a glitch that he could do. So you can't do it now. Um, enhancement prisms, why is that only 50? Enhancement cores, ascendant, sorry, ascendant shards, why is that only then, 10? This yeah. is the issue. If they were able to... Because, let's face it, when you masterwork an exotic item, it takes three of those golf balls to masterwork it. So that's only three exotics that you could masterwork without running out so people store the golf balls the shards all in their postmasters once they've got to a certain point which i started doing because i want to kind of go into the witch queen with enough materials now if they resolve the issue that you could stack maybe a thousand enhancement prisms or maybe 50 golf balls i think that would alleviate some of the issues because that's the only reason why people use their postmaster is extra storage and again, mm-hmm. it comes back to the vault space issue, which we've talked 
long long breaths about you know it's not just us here it's it's other youtubers it's other content creators it's uh, people that work at ign destin yeah i mean it's anybody who spent time playing this game and respond to answer your question i have about 2200 enhancement <laughs> god dude <laughs> I also I have that like on me. I have like 191 on me, and then I have two stacks of 999. Now to be fair, I also like I never spend currencies. Like yeah. I, I just I, I for the most part, like I, I've been sitting at 19,000 legendary shards forever. Like because I just don't like I'll, I'll spend like a hundred or two and then gain them all back because I just never spend anything because there's no point mostly. I play the game, I get things, I break them down. I just I'm basically like a hoarder for currency. I just collect more of it and never spend it. <laughs> See, well, I, I haven't reached the cap on those um, Star Horse boxes, the Parasaval Halls or whatever they're called. Yeah, the Paracausal Halls. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I've got 30 of them and it hasn't maxed it out just yet. Mm -hmm. I'm just slowly trying to see how, how far it goes up to. But yeah, well, Strange what you, Guys... What are you hoarding those for? Or are you just hoarding them because you don't have the vault space to open them? He's hoarding them to see how many you can hold. He just... Yeah, <laughs> I'm, testing to, I'm testing to see where the max is to see I where mean, how easily how just google it but yeah this also because go out, just go out the heart. materials i know this yeah <laughs> but yeah i i understand where they're going with this and i mean they even had a mechanic in destiny one where we got to the point where you could run over certain objects sorry certain engrams and it would just dismantle wouldn't it into yep. the materials was that yeah. blues that was, was that blues. Yeah, was because, that greens? because we're we're at the we, same. We had greens sure. at that point, whites and greens, yeah. didn't we? I'm pretty sure it was also blues that by the end, because again, we, we've gotten to the point in the game where the blues serve no purpose anymore. They don't give you higher power levels. They don't give you weapons for the most part that are desirable. They're just there as trinkets and trash to delete. That's all they're there for. And because you have to go to the postmaster and actually delete them, Bungie just flipped the switch one day that said. These will just become, you know, the materials that they would have become had you gone and manually deleted them. And I wish they would do that again. I mean, we're at the point in the game's life where we should be getting back to the things we had in D1 before it was totally gutted and re reworked. Mm. But we're still, we still have, still have deficiencies where we had this before and now we don't. Now, granted, we have many other things. It's not like, you know, the game hasn't changed or evolved or become better, but those quality of life fixes are what we've been lacking. Yeah, which I mean, is no, you and I should be to get there and then have to work our way back. Let us buy space. Let us buy freaking servers, dude. I think this goes hand in hand with the gunsmith materials now being taken out of the game, which is why a lot of people have put a lot of guides together of what to go and spend your gunsmith materials on at Banshee. Mm -hmm. Because if, say, instance, they didn't take those away and you were able to run over blues in the field or blues automatically dismantled into gunsmith materials, it could just go straight to you to be collected whereas now where they've made that change if they did that maybe there's an issue that it, what what does it decrypt you know what does it dismantle into does it it goes into nothing so i don't understand because they're now saying when you dismantle a weapon it gives you reputation towards the gunsmith now so a blues going to count towards that less than they are legendaries and exotics i, I don't know but i think it, it's all in the same kind of it's all tied together is the fact that they've done this, but then they can't do something else because of that. But it, it's not necessarily a fix. And I, I think they, they're skirting around the issue with, um, with what they're doing. Yeah. It's, it's a stopgap to make it 
better, but not to fix the problem. Yeah. I mean, we've said it over and over again. They they, they have the Eververse, they have this and that and the other. They wouldn't talk about currency and this and that. And they, they have all these charities and whatnot. Let us buy space. Let us buy vault space. Let us buy extra character slots so people like Nike, we can have four titans, you know? Let us spend money on your game I don't need four to do the things we want to do. You know what I'm saying? So just, that would solve a lot of issues. I mean, every gacha game in the world has it. If, if, if you can do it on a cell phone, if you can do it on a tablet, you can do it on a PC or a console or whatever. You know what I mean? It is not that hard to allow people to buy extra space on your servers. And then with that income, you can buy more servers and more memory to house these new sizable, you know, areas of the game. You know, it's just, it's, it's not that hard to do, guys. I understand if you don't want to put up the, the initial capital to do that, which is fine. But like, you know, yeah, once you, I, once I, you, I don't think it's a money reason. In the Eververse store, once you open that up in the Eververse store, Within a week, you'll have enough money to just from Night Demon to open up an entire new suite of servers, dude, just for storing, <laughs> you know, items and materials. Yeah, like, 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 I'm really curious at this point, like what if there's some legacy, like you know, like the the Vault Space code or the Vault code is like from D1, and like it needs to be like totally gutted and rewritten because I don't think there's like a like it's got to be like a weird technical issue. Like they've talked in the past about. You know, oh, these systems, you know, like some of the stuff in Destiny is like from like original Halo code, like, you know, the interactions between like gunplay and running, like, you know, basic building blocks of the game is like super old. So I, I like I have to think at this point there's some like, hey, when we wrote this vault code in Destiny 1 for the Xbox 360 and PlayStation 3s that there's like some like hard coded memory limit or some hard coded space limits that they're like, we can fix this. But it would involve like rewriting like massive chunks of the game. Like it would be a massive undertaking. Like I have to believe that's why we don't have more at this point. Like it, it like it can't be a money thing. It can't be a we don't want to thing. There's got to be some technical reason why they're not doing this because it's just nuts otherwise. I don't understand. No. Like I, I must wish they would just be like, listen, like again, and and Bungie can be, you know, they don't have to tell us what they don't want to tell us. It's their game. We just live here. But I have to think, you know, I always want them to be like, listen, we could do this, but it's going to be like six months of work. It's going to mean that, like, you know, you're not going to get these other things. And I'm sure it's on a whiteboard somewhere going, we could do this or we could do things X, Y, Z and, you know, Bro, give players the things they want. By a month or two or three, if it meant I wouldn't have to ever worry about inventory space again, I would happily make that oh, trade. Well, well, and it, well, the other problem with that is, too, then. You know, it's just like getting a bigger house or buying a storage unit. If you have more space, you're going to fill it with more stuff. And that's fine. And, and that's the other problem. You know, we're going to be, we're, you know, say they, they doubled your vault space tomorrow. And, you know, well, a year goes by, six months goes by, two weeks go by. Now you fill that vault space. You're, you're, you're almost like right back where you started of, hey, now this is full again. Then, then you go now we're doing more. this all over again. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, it's it should be another cap where, again, I mean, I, I, I absolutely agree. We need more vault space. I'm not saying don't give us more vault space. But I think there's also just the, the reason of you're going to fill that up, too, eventually. And then we're right back where we started. And it's a game of how, how high do we go? But it's been, when was our last vault space upgrade? Like D1? Uh, like, like no, no, it was D two. No, we had we had another D two. Okay, I, I thought they had D two, but I could not honestly remember if if that was just my my delusion that they had actually increased at one point. 
Again, mm-hmm. probably when they, when they drop like the right. 360 and PS3 and, hey, we're cutting off old consoles, now we can remove this limitation. Well, the other thing is to actually make the collections a collections and make it properly work for putting guns mm-hmm. in there so that you don't have to then worry about them being in your vault and you can just focus on actually having the gear that you need there and then. One of you was talking about another game that you play where you can actually select which weapon to put into the collections. Like, not which weapon, which yeah. role of said weapon. Yeah, that's uh, that's in Fortnite PvE. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In, in, yeah, the, in the zombie yeah, I mean, I, I, part of it, yeah, you've got a collections book, you put your weapons in, you put the roles that you put in, and you can pull it back out for, like, exotic shards and things that you get in the game. If that was the case with Bungie, I would be more than happy to do that with certain different roles because there may be roles that I don't need at this point in time, but in six months' time when they change the meta, which they do, often, I want totally. that gun that is still available to use with those selections of perks. That's, that's, that's why. That's why there are so many YouTubers out there that go, these are the weapons that you need before the Witch Queen because you won't be able to get them after the Witch Queen because, or they may be harder to obtain, but right. these will have these certain roles that you may need in the future content. That's my entire vault is weapons where I go, <laughs> I've never fired this weapon, but I've gotten it on the off chance that either A, it becomes good, or B, I ever play the thing that, that, that I was told this is super good on, or, I mean, that's most of my exotics. They live in the vault because I got them and I'm like, they live there because I achieved them. And I'm like, well, I worked hard to get this. I want to leave it here. They're all at 1100 because I've never used them, but I have them. And I know I could just, you trash them and pull them out of collections again, but maybe I like this one. Maybe I've got a kill counter on it. Maybe there's a, there is a kill tracker on things I've used that I want to keep. And if I get rid of it, I lose the kill counter on it. That's a thing I would like to see some quality of improvements on because that's half the reason even watching all these you know videos of people you know clearing vault space the fallout and data and all these folks it's like well i keep this one because it's got you know ten thousand kills on it i've got you know 2200 kills i've got some kill number on this i want to keep and if i delete it that goes away forever where can i put those weapons you know what i'd say to those players because i'm not really attached to things like that i'd say take a picture and move on <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> a kill counter <laughs> Who cares about a kill counter? Oh, you shot somebody more Mr. times than Iron I shot you. Burden doesn't care about a kill counter. I'm sorry. Can you back that up one second? <laughs> he likes no, his kill counters sorry. on his emblems. I got an emblem for that achievement. That's it. Yeah, yeah. They gave me something for it. What are they going to give you? For, what are they going to give you for 2,500 kills with your recluse? Nothing. Pat on the back. Take a picture and move on. You don't need that weapon anymore. You can pull it back out of your vault. You can show everybody. They're streamers. They can go, look, here's a picture I took of how many kills I got with it originally when I first had it. Who cares? Wow. A little bit harsh there, bud. Oh, come on. (laughs) Now, if it had a a god roll on it, if it had a, if it had a god roll on it that was amazing in pvp and you could never get that weapon again with those rolls then yeah if it's got like 10 kills on it keep it because you know you are a god with that mm. but just a kill counter you can take a picture come on but see that's that's what i was going to jump into right there is it's not necessarily what can be good in the future because it was good in the past hell this meta right now there are so many good things you have rampage rampage is good you have uh heating up Heating up is good. You have explosive payload. You have timed rounds. You have uh, swashbuckler. You have 
uh, what demolition is. You have all kinds of things that right now are good, much less in the future or the past, right? And then you have the ones that right now are good in PvP and right now are good in PvE, right? And it's not just the one god role. Yeah, the one god role is the god role, but there's a lot of other phenomenal roles out there that you could use if you don't have a god role for different situations that you find yourself in, right? So that by itself is taking up a lot of vault space, regardless of whether you're keeping weapons that might be good in the future. You have a ton of weapons that are good here and now that you're yeah. going to be using, you know? And another and thing... Armors and stuff, yeah. And a- another thing with the collections, you've got an exotic weapon, you've completed the catalyst, it's all good to go, but it's sitting in your vault at power level because you need it for say said activity why can't bungie put those in your collections and you can pull it out at whatever power level you are so rather than me going to the collections and pulling it out at 1100 and then having to infuse it up i am at that power level why can i not pull that exotic weapon back out of my collections i've done all the hard work i've unlocked the catalyst again i'm not really worried about kill trackers on it but why can I not pull that back out of my collections at my power level? So I'm 1350 at the moment. Why can I not go to my collections, pull that out at 1350? That would alleviate weapon space in my vault for the weapons that I have at 1350, ready to go into Grandmasters and things like that. I mean... See, T-Rex answered your question. He's all like, kill counters give a feeling of companionship for what you and that weapon have been through, you know? Yes, so but when really- you're using it as a, as a way to hold on to something, then it's it's a bit I mean, ridiculous because you can take a picture of it and go, "This is ha- this is what dedication I, I gave to the game. I, I did this. I'm not going to really use this much. You know, I'm not unless you're unless you're continually to continuing to use it. Then yeah, keep it. But if it's something you've put in your vault and you haven't touched and you're not going to touch again, and the only thing that's keeping it in that vault is the kill counter, then mm. take a picture and move on. You don't need it. But if it's something you are constantly playing with, and that's why your connection to it is that it's got that kill counter and you're still racking up the kills, then, you know, keep it. Then I've got no issue. But if you're just keeping it just because it serves a purpose of keeping that picture in your vault, then don't keep it. You know, another thing that Bungie could absolutely do that would save vault space as a fix to the situation is right now we have guns that roll with two perks in column A, two perks in column B. No, usually like two perks in one of the columns and one perk in the other, right, is what we have. And then you get the higher tier ones, which will give you two and A and two and B, right? Why not just go back to the whole... I don't... Back is a strong word. Just go to a system where you have... um, Each weapon that drops, you have three or even four perks in both columns, right? Now, you still have the randomness of the random drops, right? But you just have better odds of getting a weapon that you want with the role that you want, right? And that'll alleviate a lot of vault space because one weapon could potentially have two or three roles on it that you like instead of keeping two or three weapons that have that role, you know? <laughs> but what I'm saying is for... I'm I'm just saying to Bungie, this I'm sure this wouldn't take too much of their time to update the collections to say that if I pull that exotic weapon out, it's at my power level rather than at just eleven hundred. Mm. That that's one thing, but we're not just talking about exotics. Exotics 
aren't really the problem when it comes to vault space. It's the legendary. Let's be honest. You know, maybe exotic armors, fair enough, but exotic weapons are not the vault. Well, no, space. I mean I keep all my actually I keep all my exotic weapons in my my vault. You would, uh, <laughs> but you're not the norm. <laughs> No, I think maybe, yeah, if I just dismantle them and just go with what Bungie's done, but it would make it so much easier. Because that's what a collection is for. I've collected that weapon. It should just be, I pull it out, it's that power level, and I can go with it. Sure. Maybe even the kill tracker stays on it. Once you put it, you take it out of the collection, it knows how many kills that you've got on that weapon. You pull it back out, and it continues that kill count. Sure. Maybe that's another way of alleviating some of the issues with the kill counts. But yeah, no, all these are good solutions, but like I would still prefer more rolls on on a given weapon. You know, stop with this one or two perks in a column and give us more rolls, because like that would alleviate a ton of vault space by itself. If they if they are absolutely adamant on not giving us any vault space and giving us all these different roles on these weapons to make us keep all these different weapons that have potentially good roles, then give us more perks on our weapons. It's 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 ludicrous. I think that's it. the other thing is that they've never actually come out and said in a twab or just like in plain English of there is no way that we can increase your vault space. There is no way that we can do this. There is no way that we can do it. So people were, are going to kind of constantly ask, can you do this? Can you do this? Like until Bungie actually say no, it, it's just going to be one of those things. But I think this is one of the points where they need to clarify exactly why they can and cannot do things or if it is possible in the future that they can do these things yeah i mean i mean at least give us a we're looking into it we don't have news but yeah well i, I feel like we've we've talked that to death yes we have to death we're out of vault space for this conversation so gunsmith reputation banshee 44 is getting a new reputation system that matches other vendors in the tower such yeah. as zavala and shacks this means that we are removing some of the items that were previously associated with the gunsmith reputation, namely gunsmith materials and weapon telemetries. Players will now earn reputation ranks progression with Banshee when dismantling legendary and exotic weapons and armor or by completing daily gunsmith bounties. So no blues in there. So there's no point to actually having any blues or dismantling any blues. So the blues will just be glimmer, I guess, then you won't even get one tick towards like reputation. So there you go. So this is an announcement that I think if you've been playing Destiny for a long time, you've probably seen this all over YouTube, all over Twitter this week. Players will want to spend their gunsmith materials and weapon telemetries at Banshee 44 before February 22nd, 2022. So that's the Tuesday, February, which is 02-2202. Any materials that are not spent will be removed from inventories automatically as Bungie do regularly. They just take yep. stuff you know, without even asking. And ladies. Yes. So that also, as a quick reminder, as you, if you are playing the game quite regularly, don't forget to go around and visit the vendors in the tower. You, you may have like X amount of engrams stored up at Shaxx, Zavala, if you've been playing these different things. And I, I, I'm missing out that poor old... Um, drifter down there but again if you've played gambit he will have some engrams for you they will drop weapons if you don't like the weapons they dismantle into the gunsmith materials so you can then get more uh, reputation or more stuff at banshee so go and turn those in 
people. Go and collect those before the end of the season, dismantle them or keep the weapons so that you then have got the shards and things before Bungie automatically remove things. Yeah. So, yeah. What's going to happen to you against Smith Rank is it's probably going to reset like everybody else's does every season. Yeah, every probably. season they yeah. reset yeah. everything. Yep. Yeah, it's going to be sorry. Yeah, especially since they're scrapping the system they have, it's giving us the system that all the other vendors have at this point. Yeah, it's going to start from start from zero. Yeah. So what, one thing I completely forgot about is like Crow going and doing like the the hunts. I went and visited the Crow because he was flashing on the on the screen, and it turns out like I turn, he had lo- loads of engrams for me. So I was like turned in about fifteen of those. Jesus. Got some weapons that I didn't. That I oh, wanted yeah, to, didn't want, and some that I did want, and I was like, "Yeah, okay, I completely forgot about that." Which crow, the one by spider or the one in the yeah, tower? the spider on the tangled shore. And then you've also got your your wayfinder's compass. Don't forget to go and visit that in the tower next to Marasav. Um, and I can't remember if the servitor and the the uh, table have things for the battlegrounds, but go and check them out anyway, because you may have where you've just played certain game modes, you may have like a couple of engrams saved up. Yeah, if you've played things just really just go go visit all your vendors before the end of the season. Just see if there's anything lurking there. Or eventually bear down and go, I've got like twenty seven engrams sitting at shacks. I really just need to pull them at some point. And you know, while you're cleaning out your vault, while you're doing while you've got your list of things to farm out go clear those all out because maybe there's something worth getting. Maybe not. Maybe you can just trash them all and go, all right, we're starting, starting fresh in this new season. Yeah. And now At I have a fresh, get some shards fresh pile of things. Yeah. Fresh mm-hmm. pile of shards to go and use on everything else that comes. So mods and mod components. If you are like me and you have over a thousand <laughs> mods. Like you. Stop, stop opening it like that. No. People. <laughs> I must. I can't be the only person that's got like I've got a stack of nine hundred ninety nine mods, and then I've got another Jesus. stack of eight hundred thirteen. It's like I don't need or the mod components. I don't need these. I had all the mods. Stop giving them to me. Mm-hmm. Can I just not turn these into something else? But obviously, I can't. Yeah, right, right there with you. I've got a stack of nine hundred ninety nine, and then another eighty okay. or so. That, and I just um, again, uh, what what uh, am I waste? What am I spending these on? There's nothing to spend them on. So I've just I I buy the mods like I I vote come out and then I have components. Yeah, they just anyway. So they will also be removing the mod mod components from the game starting in the Witch Queen. Weapons and armor mods sold by Banshee Forty Four and Ada One respectively will no longer require mod components to purchase and instead cost ten thousand glimmer each. Furthermore, as part of this update, they are increasing the number of mods available on each vendor at a single time from two to four. Nice. So that'll help the new lights get caught up. Sounds like. Yeah. Yeah. And if there's and if there's some mod that, you know, they haven't they haven't sold in a year and a half and you've been hunting it, right. now now there's a better chance of it coming up. There's more opportunity to buy the mods. I know people have been hunting like powerful friends and things. Every time it comes up, I see Twitter and YouTube be like, oh my god, they're selling it today. Buy it now while you can. So all those things you can you know complete your collections and uh, have the thing you need to to finish your build that you've been waiting on for many many weeks. Hmm. So with that, the ghost mods that generate weapon telemetries will be going away and being removed as they no longer serve a purpose. These mods are arc analyzer, solar analyzer, void analyzer, omni telemetry, and banshee special. So they will be removed from our ghost. We don't need them. Not that I know anybody that runs those ever. 
No, because why? Why? Why it, would you? Maybe for new lights, I guess. I don't even think they. Why, no, because you, you can go to like you can, you go to the tower. You pick up the bounties. He gives you more yeah, components have, for completing the bounty. Have it, right? No. Yeah, I mean, maybe, maybe if it's the only one you have, but yeah, even then, no, just not worth your time. So Rahul's taking over, and as we've mentioned in the past, Master Rahul yes. will be inheriting spiders material exchange duties in the witch queen exchange rates should match what you know from spider for now for but now. these services are being shifted to the tower as the tangled shore will soon be off limits to guardians in addition rahul will be picking up some of these wares that banshee 44 and ada one once offered specifically the sales of enhancement prisms and ascendant shards as noted above this makes space for more mods to be available for purchasing during a given week Rahul will be offering these materials at the same price as Banshee 44 and Ada 1 once sold them. Enhancement Prisms will be 10 Enhancement Cores, 25 Planetary Materials and 10,000 Glimmer. And Ascendant Shards will be 10 Enhancement Prisms, 100 Planetary Materials and 50,000 Glimmer. So basically what it is now. Yeah, and I assume it'll have the same limit of you can only buy so many before it says you've hit your day, week, whatever. Yeah, because... Yeah, because because restrictions and and things. For uh, as a final note, before we move on to some exotic news, stop restricting me and take my money. Sorry, mm. you don't have any money. We've been over this. We have all the money. You have no money. <laughs> Ouch! <laughs> hey, I've collected some. No, no, no. I've got like earn more money. Nope. I've got like seven golf balls now. I think I have like thirty something shards. How oh, those be and, gone tomorrow? And a couple cool. hundred cores. So I've I've got some currency now. I'm not completely broke. Those are already spent. Mm. Probably. So as a final note, before we move on to some exotic news, Master Rahul will also be able to decrypt umbral engrams. Yay! So players will not have to hop between the helm and the tower to decrypt all of the engrams in their inventory. So then what's the point of the helm? Unless you want Big to focus, focus the engram, yes. in which case you'll still need to go to the helm to focus your engram, but if you're, if you're just like, I don't want this here anymore, give me something, you can just go to Rahul. Now, there is some good news for the Hawk Moon and Dead Man Tail, so if you have missed out on these... <gasps> yes! Oh, I'm you, so happy to hear this. I'm sorry. You, you, yes. you, no longer have to, you don't have to run them anymore. You, well, can't, you can't make Night Demon can't make you try to get through jumping puzzles and keep Night him alive. No, I, his things. You promised, you promised to run me through that so that I could get my flawless on there because mm -hmm. I, I had did. to do the jumping for you. Mm -hmm. I did, but but now that can't happen anymore because those are going <laughs> away. So Hawkmoon and Deadman Towers, as of February twenty second, twenty twenty two, the Harbinger and Presage missions will be no longer accessible in the game. The team still wanted to preserve the ability for players to obtain random rolls of these weapons. And I thought of this last week, so not that I maybe shared it with anyone. I thought, why don't they just give it to Zer? And guess what? They're going to give it to Zer each week. So he's going to have the weapons each week, and they will be random rolls each week. Big fan of that. That gives Zer yeah. so much more clout now. Yes. But you won't be a fan of how much it costs you to purchase each item. So every week, Zer will offer a unique role for both Hawkmoon and Deadman's Tower, and will be purchasable to all players that own Beyond Light for the following materials. Hmm. One Ascendant Shard, one Exotic Cypher, 125,000 Glimmer, and 200 Legendary Shards. Oh yes, you will have to spend a golf ball just Everything to get Everything there is okay a except the shards. Roll. That's uh, uh, the golf ball, I'm sorry. 
That's insane. Now, what I would probably say to you for this is if you don't own either item, wait. Wait until each week when Zer turns around. And as Parody noted for any New Light players, check out Fallout plays. Each week he does a minute breakdown of what is available with Zer. Now, if Zer turns up at the tower, turns up in Nessus, the EDZ, with the god roll that you need to go and get for, say, either Crucible or Strikes, that man will tell you. Oh, it will, it'll also be all over Twitter. Uh, so don't... That it's going to be it's going to be static roll. It's not going to be random. Okay. It's oh, going to be... Little. No, it's going to be random. You're going to see the roll. You don't have to yes. roll don't the have roll. To, no. Yeah. Yes. You'll, you'll yeah. be able to yeah. see the roll before you purchase it. So yeah, that makes it better. Okay. Yeah, we're good. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, the roll will be random each week, but you'll be able to see what it is you're purchasing as opposed to let me throw my golf ball in for the best. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Because that you don't want you don't want to just go and get the, the weapons just to see how they feel. you I I recommend going getting the weapon that the most players say is the best version of this weapon for you to try out rather than just go, oh, I need it and stick it in my collection. With an exception, I do believe everybody should have a Dead Man's Tale. That That is just an overall good gun, period. Yeah, but there no, are the some Hawk really really... bad rolls on that, and you don't want to waste a golf ball that you've sweated over if you're well, a new player, or even if you're an average player that doesn't have... Right? I, I think of... everybody should have a Dead Man's Tale. That's just a good gun, period, flat out. It's a fine gun. It's, it's a good gun. And speaking of and, and what you're saying about the so many different roles, I've got four roles of that gun, and so far none of the roles that I have are better than the original one with the question mark that I've got. <laughs> like that makes stat no wise. sense. No, no, stat wise, I will show you all of the ones I have. But, well, I mean, but, they, but they've got. But like, don't show me your but, weapon. But but the original role only has the one perk, right? That yeah. that transformative perk is not a perk. It's basically a you should go do this again. Exactly. But the thing about it is, is that question mark it also is. doesn't take away it any is. stats. You know. No. So some of these other ones might give you something, but take away handling, or take away range, or take away stability, or whatever. Right? As as compensation. The one with the question mark, there's no negatives about it, right? So. My original one with the effing question mark has better range and stability and handling than any of the roles I've gotten so far. That well, have I say affected. so. I say you've got five weeks, including as from what we record now, to go and do one run each week because you can only get it once on all your account. Go and try and see if you can get a good roll of it now before you have to worry about purchasing it later. That's my advice anyway. I mean, it's good advice. It's good advice. What's but it? I'm away. <laughs> you, literally, it's, you, you search on whatever platform you are on, and there is guaranteed to be about five or six people running it within like your searching parameters. You'll be able to find somebody doing it. Or if not, we do have uh, an LFG of, that we are joined to. Parody, would you like to tell the people about that? I would. We we um, Guardian Downcast and Guardian Hub all have a tri podcast LFG. That if you're in our Discord, there's a nice little uh, little link under there under Destiny News and Information. There's one that's just called Tri Podcast Raid LFG. That um, I think Kingsley Mac from Guardian Hub talked the the 100.io developers into making one. Basically, if anybody posts a raid, posts anything in LFG for either of our three communities, it will tell you about it, and you can join and go run things with people. 
So if you're looking for people to run things, there's plenty of people there. And also if you're just looking for LFG, there's, I mean, a trillion places to LFG these days. If you're looking for a group, there's places to do it. But I think the hundred dot IO, which is the 100 dot IO, that's part of the domain is still one of the best places to find groups and find people. And if, especially if you're new to the game and just want to find a clan and find a group to run with, I think that's how all of us got our start and finding other people to run with because you can join sort of clans and groups in the hundred dot IO and it gives yeah. you just more people to play with it. It's a way to sort of say, Hey, I don't know anybody who plays this game. That's a good way to meet people. Join the communities of the podcast you listen to or, or the streamers have all their communities. You know, the game is much more fun with people. It's a game you can play solo, but it's best played with other humans. So go find humans, and that's one way to do it. Yeah. And also with the 100.io thing is that you can set the parameters. You can say, look, I'm going to be available next Tuesday from 8 in the evening till 10 o'clock. I'd like to do this. Uh, I need two people to run it with. If you you post that, you are more likely to get other people that from not not only kind of just our three discords or our community, but from the 100.io if you open it up that more people will join you so you can or you can see other people that are doing certain things at certain times that you're only available to be on so you've got that as well it isn't just you've got to log on and just see who's on there and then you can kind of set the times for when you're going to be available so there is a good positive to that yeah and that's that's a good way yeah especially if you're if you've got buddies who are in say five hours of you in another country entirely and you're like we can never get on to play there's nobody you know i work a night shift i can never find people to play during the day because all my buddies work that's a perfect place to say hey here are the hours i'm available you know because it'll ask you like you know when you're looking for a group or you're you're looking to join like a 100 io clan you know what hours do you play what time zone are you in and it'll match people in your time zone in your area so you can actually find people on with you that then you can you know befriend them join their clans get into activities with people that are around when you're around and not Hey, no one's ever here because I'm in a weird time zone or I work a weird shift or whatever it is. Yeah. yeah. Go find humans. Humans make the game better. So yes. with the exotics <laughs> come exotic catalysts. Now these are things that normally enhance the weapon. Uh, sometimes they, they do minor things to the weapon to make them better. Sometimes they do major things to the weapon. So on the Hawk Moon, the Dead Man's Tower, and the Aegis Scepter, which are available this season at the moment. Those catalysts will be moved to playlist activities, so strikes, crucible, and gambit completions, and they, you have a random chance at them to drop. In addition to these, they've also added the ability for three catalysts that have been absent from Destiny 2 to drop from activities as well. So the full list Yay. is Hawk Moon, Dead Man's Tower, the Aegis Scepter, the Outbreak Perfected, the Whisper of the Worm, and the Fourth Horseman. So that's the Pulse Rifle, the Outbreak Perfected, the Whisper of the Worm, which is your sniper rifle, and the Fourth Horseman, which is your shotgun. All exotic, of course. Oh, yeah. so, I, I won't tell Pan, who's been working on his Acre Scepter quest, that they're going to move it into that next season. Shh. No, no, he, if he's... Yeah, yeah no. It's where you pick up the catalyst, not where you work on the catalyst, my dude. Still one of the same in his case. Oh, he doesn't even have it yet. <laughs> now, Respawn, have you saved the date? 2222? No, the other date that you need, that you and the team need, the Frozen team, the gang. Oh, the, the, the world The first. honchos, the head honchos of, of the Frozen, whatever we are. Get know, together man. and and try to raid first, world first. 
don't, I don't actually know because we have so many raid teams now. Like, I'm it's not glad there was communication. Team. So they've obviously left you out of that. <laughs> they have obviously <laughs> left. Yeah, yeah. So if you wanted to, you have to save the date for the raid, which is going to be on March 5th. So it's I think it's like 10 days from the Witch Queen. Uh, so that gives you one reset in between of a full reset before you kind of go into a, a raid or if you want to try and go into a raid. So um, while we still have a bit of time before the world's first race, we wanted to get the rally flag planted in the sands for when you should be expecting to take off, take the time off for a challenge. We don't know what it's called. It's called Redacted Raid, as always, and it's going to be 10 a.m. Pacific, so that's 1600 UTC. And is that one o'clock EST? No idea. Yes, 10 a.m. Yes. Pacific, 1, 1 p.m. Eastern. Yeah, 1800 UK time. Yes. And I think and, about um, two o'clock in the morning Aust for Australia. Yeah, Australia, yeah, 2 a.m. So uh, get up early or stay up late. <laughs> Basically, there's going to be more information coming on the contest mode, which I believe on the day one race is, is it 20 to 30 light lower than what you can actually get to? So, you know, we were talking about soft caps and hard caps before. What happens normally is the raid, for instance, for example, like the last one, the Vault of Glass. With the contest mode that was active, it was only active for the first day, for the first 24 hours. And if you kind of passed it in the first 24 hours, you've got a special emblem. It's probably going to be the same for this new rate. And so let's say the, the power cap is 1550, isn't it? And the hard cap is 1560. What normally happens is it's normally about 25 to 30 light lower than or the contest mode is lower than what the actual hard cap is so regardless of whether you've grinded to get to the the hard cap or the the or the pinnacle cap it doesn't everybody's matter so locked. everybody's locked to that so you don't have to get to the max light to get in it helps once the first day's gone past but say if you and your team can get to say I'd say 15.25, maybe 15.30 by the time the raid comes out. That's going to be a good place because what happens is that the raid, as I said, is 25 light lower than what you are to get in. But then the encounters do scale up as you get towards the final boss. So it is achievable on the first day and it's not just necessarily for streamers to accomplish. Other people do go and play it, but... Just be prepared. You don't need to grind it out to be max light, but you do need to get to a certain point to actually have some effect. Or you could just go in there and soft cap and really just kind of bang your head against the wall just to see what it's like. It's entirely up to you. I'm, I'm not your dad. I, I'm not here to tell you stuff. Well, mm. not to, I'm here to tell you stuff, but not tell you how to do this stuff. You mm -hmm. do you. That's accurate. Yeah. You can load in day one with a bunch of buddies and be like, this is hard and stupid. We're going to fail miserably and have a good time with it. Oh, yeah. Exactly. I, I did it with my good buddy Hazel from Guardian Down Podcast. We couldn't get in the team that we had of the Vault of Glass. That first encounter is so easy now, but it was just it was it was fun. It was it was just pure fun. And my wife looked at me like, you've been sitting here for like three hours doing the <laughs> same thing over and over again. I want to watch something now. Like, and you're I like, thought you, I might be able to get in the door. You're like, you're watching something. It's yeah, silly, yeah. but you're watching it. But yeah, it, it's it's good fun. So, moving on. Mm. The, um, parody. Uh, where's PSR? 
Where's PSR? PSR's right here. Revolution. Yeah, the PlayStation Revolution, obviously. Uh, <laughs> the, the player support report is here for, uh, you know, we, we talked about our hotfix we had today or this week. Um, as, you know, with all hotfixes, become hot breaks because things are broken. One of those things. <laughs> so, yeah. Sure. And they once again talked about the things they fixed already, which, you know, they already told us about. Although apparently they did also forget to mention in the grasp of Avarice Dungeon, players will no longer be trapped outside the encounter if they are dead outside of the crystal tunnel when the encounter begins. Mm. So that they didn't have in the notes. Um, and they do once again reiterate colorblind settings, fix those, and our wish under bow is beautiful. But the two known issues they're looking into is when first spawning into an area or activity, hand cannons sometimes don't have ammo. Which seems like a perk, not a bug to me, but you know, that's, you do you. So hand cannons, um, yeah, sometimes you don't get any ammo in them, as you deserve. And your Dares of Eternity game streak now gives a maximum of 125 points per completion. So I guess it was doing more or less? It was doing more. I was getting up to like 185, Mm. but if it's a known issue, then yeah. Because I got crippled by this when trying to finish my Dares of Eternity with the streak. Mm. And it dropped right down to 125. I was like, I was getting like 180, 85. I was like, Uh, why is it now? Okay, so it's capping... Yeah, yeah. I knew the streak obviously it gives you more more for the streak, but I wasn't sure what those were. so yeah, it's it's a known issue, it's a bug that you're only getting that many. You should get more overall. And those are the only two issues other than the server problems they're having today as we record. Which Bungie helped did tweet, hey, we're aware of it. Um we're looking into why you can't play Destiny very well. Or at all, in my case. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's it. Those are the only two issues for the week. Everything else is beautiful and perfect and the game runs absolutely fine. Nothing, nothing to go wrong. <laughs> Lies. Look, 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 look. Tell, tell them the link for the full list of stuff that's broken. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, there's the known issues list we put in the show notes every week. So if you are seeing a bug that we didn't talk about today, maybe we talked about it in the past. And um, I keep threatening to one day read out all the bugs when we have a slow mm-hmm. week and everyone screams no and runs the other way because there's still a lot of lingering bugs out there. But yeah, if, if you're seeing an issue, the known issues list is a good place to look to say, hey. Do, does Bungie know about this? Do they acknowledge it? And if not, I should go tell them. And yeah, if, if you're seeing a bug, grab a grab a clip, grab a screenshot. It helps if they can see what you're seeing and what platform you're on to see the bug to help them fix it. So yeah, that's it. And we have beautiful movies and beautiful artwork and lovely things of the week, which I have to watch any of. I've been super lazy. We have quite before the we go, or well, before we? we finish reading our twelve. Over the weekend, there are some clarifications. Over the weekend, a few guardians out there were scraping our articles to figure out whether or not Iron Banner bounties will be removed at the end of the season. It was discovered Mm. that we had a slight error published to our website and wanted to take a moment to set expectations on what is being removed. So, Iron Banner bounties will not be removed at the end of the season. Yay! So what this basically means is if you play Iron Banner and they've guaranteed that there will be one more Iron Banner before the end of the season, I think it's the last week of this season. Yeah, I think it's the very last week, yeah. Go out on a bang, an Iron Bang. Complete those bounties. Hold on to those bounties. Keep them lovingly on all your characters. And then when we get into the new season, unpack those bounties. Well, once you've got... After you've gotten your artifact. I was just about to say, after you've got your artifact. Because... Because you will still get the XP plus plus, I believe it is, 
And you may have a chance at getting whatever new is coming to Iron Banner next season, because every season we get something new, new weapons, new armor. You may just get a God-rolled weapon of a new weapon that has come to Iron Banner. You may not get anything. You may just get old weapons and armor, but you have a slight chance. Those will be capped, though. Any bounties that you do retain from this season will be capped at 1350 power and not give players any bonus to power next season. But it may just give you something sweet, some sweet loot that you could then infuse to get up to, to power. Some pieces of candy. Yes. Mm. Yeah, the, I, I appreciate them calling that out because a lot of people have asked and discussed and what, what should I keep and what should I not keep? So I'm glad they actually said, hey, here's what's going on. But what they have said is additionally, these bounties that we are hoarding now for Iron Banner will be removed at the end of season 16. So that's the, the first season that we have in the Witch Queen because mm -hmm. Lord Saladin will be taking his turn in the rollout of vendor reworks. So mm -hmm. finally, Iron Banner will be the place to go and get levels. Although I'm, I'm quite leveled up at the moment with, with Iron Banner. I, I don't know off the top of my head, but I'm pretty mm -hmm. leveled with him. So, so that so also means tokens as well. Yep, I was just to say, so what, what I'm hearing is I should spend the pile of tokens as I just continue to collect because, again, there's no real reason to keep to spend them on anything yet. So during this upcoming season of Witch Queen, or nowhere now, if there's a role you want in this last season, start spending your tokens and don't hoard them in your vault. They won't do you any good there. I'd say if you've got a massive amount of tokens this side of the Witch Queen, I would turn them in... Yeah. now unless you want to save them for the new hotness next season because in yeah, if, theory if there's a role if there's a role of something now in the game that you want start farming for that role now yeah just, farming start farming for that role well only farming by throwing you know slot machining gambling <laughs> the only reason i say because, this because your, your loophole is just going to go up with whatever else they add in witch queen but they do it take some stuff out of the loot pool, don't they? They do shuffle it around. But the only reason I'm saying this side of the Witch Queen is because let's say that you turn in like a thousand tokens and those thousand tokens only give you weapons and armor that you don't want and you dismantle those. What you will get at the moment is you, you will get weapon parts and you will get shards. Next season, in theory, you will only get reputation at the gunsmith and you will get shards. Whereas at the moment you have more mm. chance at getting weapon parts to then either get chances at weapons that you might want from gunsmith now. And if you don't want them, you can dismantle them into more shards. So it's double amount of shards, I'm thinking. But yeah. you again, you do you. You do it whether you want it this season or this season or you want reputation next season. It could be better with the reputation next season. Who knows? So most important question, though, how many Iron Banner tokens are in your vault, Night Demon. Because I've got, <laughs> got 4,100, and I've, I've spent mine in decent clips as, as, we've, as we've gone on with life. I've spent big chunks at a time. But I've still got 4,100 sitting there. How many do you have? And have you spent a bunch of yours? I bet you can't guess how many I've got. What is, he's probably got zero. He probably now, spends them. Yeah, yeah now, now it's either going to be like 200, or it's going to be like 10,000. And I'm going to say... Going I'm going to say... I'm going to say, let's see if I've got, uh, I'm going to say 1,300. I'm sorry, 13,000. The respawn would have been closer. I've got 169. Okay. Uh -huh. 
Is he, is he, that's the thing. It's like, it's like, do I remember him saying he was he was turning them in for anything? <laughs> was there something you were hunting for? No, okay. there wasn't. There wasn't anything specifically I was hunting for. I was just trying to. I threw the tokens at him the last couple of weeks that he he was here, just to get high stat rolled armor for my warlock because mm. I was trying to do okay. the the void walker build, not void walker, but the the build that I talked about last week on the podcast with the uh, Verity's Brow. And I was trying to do the build in Crucible where you throw out the Vortex grenades and things like that. So I just wanted different stat dist- distribution. So I was tr- throwing as many tokens as I, I could at him to get mm, the rolls, mm-hmm. which is also another good reason why you want to play Iron Banners because you do get high stat rolled armor, uh, either to drop at the end of the match or by turning in the tokens to get armor. So that you get high stat armor you sometimes you do get fit low 50s but sometimes you get high 60s so it's, it's yeah it's whatever it is yeah whatever it's, it's, it's a good place i mean there's a good place to get yeah armors materials yeah had to know and response just over there laughing at us going i i had materials and, and now i have no materials well no i've spent them which, which is good because yeah one. yeah i mean to be because... fair you're probably doing this right and actually spending the things you have versus hoarding them forever going Maybe someday something will come and and I will need it. And then like, the day wanted, never comes. I wanted the new scout rifle from Iron Banner and the new pulse rifle, but after spending two or three thousand tokens, I got maybe two of the new versions, mm-hmm. and I got nine hundred of the last seasons, and I was just it's disheartening. You're not playing enough Iron know? Banner. That's what that says to me. <laughs> yeah. Not enough determination. But yeah, I mean that's sort of the problem too with these big. I mean that's why like the gunsmith loot pool with 50 plus weapons and it's like if you're trying to go for anything in particular you could spend thousands of tokens and maybe get one of them yeah it's it's ridiculous dude. iron banner breaks my heart when it comes to the weapons you get from it man the armor is kind of meh i mean i used to really armor love that amazing armor from iron banner but mm-hmm. it, you could be an iron samurai don't talk to yeah you could be the king of the sea yeah you could be I'm the spongebob squarepants of destiny in, in the last few seasons, man. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm not. I should be. You guys are, obviously, but I'm just, I'm not impressed by it, dude. I'm really not. So, if you have been like me and you have been saving up some bounties to go into the Witch Queen, don't forget the seasonal bounties related to Season of the Hunt, Season of the Chosen, Season of the Spicer, and Season of the Lost will all be removed at the end of the season. So, turn those ones in. Also, bounties from the Tangled Shore destination will be removed at the end of the season. Uh, some daily bounties from the general activities or destinations may be removed depending on objectives or reward balancing on per bounty basis. Uh, example, a handful of Drifter and Gunsmith bounties are being looked at alongside, vent- alongside some vendor work. So don't get to the point of we've got to the Witch Queen and you go, I didn't turn those in because they've been removed because they're done in you now. But having said that, what I'm kind of doing at the moment is doing the daily bounties on Shax and Zavala. Um, I might get to Drifter at some point. And I'm storing those ones up, the daily ones, because they give you XP plus. And to get my bright dust from said vendors, because you get 120 bright dust for completing eight at each vendor, I'm doing the repeatable ones. So I'm doing eight of the repeatable ones, turning those in, because you don't get much XP from those. So I'm doing like eight for, or I think it's five that you can pick up each time of the repeatable ones, going doing those, coming back, buying another five, going off and doing those, turning them in, get my 120 glimmer 
so 120 bright dust from each vendor so i'm still getting my bright dust that i want to get from those plus you're getting 10 bright dust for completing those repeatable bounties so i'm saving up my bright dust for those as well so there are some things that you can kind of do of holding on to some of the good xp ones and not doing some of the others but think about like the cosmodrome cosmodrome's got two weekly ones that you could kind of do which is xp plus plus i believe um you could if you've got space in your inventory you could go and do the ones on nessus the ones on uh, the edz from the specific vendors there but yeah you do you you get there how you want to get there is a d2 checklist that has the like sort of seasonal preparation thing where it sort of says like hey here's you know you should sort of have like this many of these materials this many of those materials i want to say it's d2checklist.com i can't remember now it sort of has a like it. like yeah like here's here's like how much xp you can bank. oh yeah it says yeah for the upcoming season here's how many you yeah. have here's how many you should have kind of thing yeah so if you're just going yeah. i i feel like i should prepare or i've got time what what should i be doing that's a good spot to go Hey, do you have do you have materials? Do you have experience? Do you have enough glimmer? You know, you're, you're going to want to start the season with enough glimmer, buying bounties and start getting things. So that's not your first thing going. Oh, I'm broke right out the gate. So it's a good spot. Other than what Nadeem just said to go do and say, here's here's how I can sort of prepare for the next season. At least put myself yeah. in a position where I can go and start playing day one or day three whenever they fix the big bugs. So again, if you're a new light player or you're a new player to Destiny and you're you're going to get the witch queen or you're preparing now for the witch queen what basically the general rule of thumb is to save up as many bounties that say xp plus on them by going around and collecting them from vendors and don't turn those in because once the witch queen starts or once each new season starts we get a new artifact and once you get that artifact you'll need xp to unlock the certain different requirements to unlock the different mod slots and mods that you can kind of get for the each season so the general rule of thumb is start the campaign, wait until you get said artifact to drop from part of the quest. Once you've done that, then start popping all your bounties. That will rank up your XP on your season pass and also your artifact. So you're hitting both of them at the same time. So it's a good way of kind of getting ahead of the curve because the artifact will artificially bump your light up and help you get into harder activities quicker and faster and unlock some mods for you for the new season and then your season pass will give you uh like bonus materials further and faster up you get so you've got the free track and you've got the pay track so depending on which one you are there'll probably be an exotic on there which is either good or average for the season and uh, you get it the first part of the pay track, and I think it's about 35 on the free track, depending on where you are. Also with that, saying yeah, your season pass, don't forget to go back and look at last season's pass on the Bungie app, because you can access last season's pass. So if you've left any exotic engrams, if you've lost left any gear on there, any materials, go back and, and you can have a look on the Bungie app, either on your phone or tablet, and see what you or i think you might actually be able to do it on the website as well go back and have a look and i believe it is under so if you go onto the main page and it's under season didn't they remove that or was that am i no. forgetting okay so if you click on the the button that says season 
and then just below whatever character it is and don't forget if you've got more than one character there will be different things on each track because i think we had armor on one of them oh no it's probably not now so they removed yeah, the, arm, removed the, the armor yeah this past season yeah so if you go on to season of splicer unclaimed rewards and you can have a quick look at see if you've left anything on there so at the moment i've got a legendary engram on there uh, a couple of those i've got a shattered cipher on there and the Christetheus 77k in track number 35 yeah um, i've got a couple of exotic engrams sitting on there so yeah i've got i've got some things to claim so go back and do that and then once we hit the once we hit the witch queen if you've left anything on this uh, season pass you can then go back onto the app and access it from there so if you want to leave some exotic engrams or materials that you've got to and you want to save them for next season then you can do that as well and we did it we made it through the 12. we've done the 12. it's a lot of work yeah, so i'll tell you what isn't a lot of work you should because I've done a lot of work. What can I not do now? <laughs> we can listen to a response report roundup. Sure can. I love a triple R. Uh, today's report, uh, Destiny News says we are one month away from Destiny 2 The Witch Queen. One month ago. Uh, DMG exactly says now, today. Yep. DMG says, reminder, Jaws of Osiris will be on hiatus from The Witch Queen launch through the raid launch. Gives players time to play through the campaign to get some levels under the belt. Raid live on March 5th. Trials returns on March 11th. Actually, good information for once. Chevy says, this frustrates me so much. I'm guessing he's talking about everybody's going to be at the same light level. He is, yes. Uh, DMG says, go deeper. Problem space. New and returning players can be severely under level for new content on day one. Rather than asking them to grind for X number of hours to just be allowed to experience the campaign they had just paid for, we're bumping things up. And by go deeper, I mean go deeper in your feedback to help me understand your feeling. Uh, Destiny News also says Bungie has confirmed that the Witch Queen, Witch Queen Raid will launch at 10 a.m. Pacific, March 5th, after an hour after the data reset. Bam. And last but certainly not least, uh, in other news, Sabathun acquires the Traveler's Light for not $70 billion. <laughs> I just had to throw that in there. Yeah, not bad. Not bad, my dude. Yeah. But yeah, so that is this week's Twabby. What a, Are you what guys a, upset what a spell about report? Yeah. Are you guys upset about everyone being brought up to thirteen fifty? Because I'm not. Why would I? No, I've I, I I did see some some of the Destiny folks like responding to people being like, "Why are we upset about people?" You know, I guess people made made the, the argument, "Oh, you, you got to earn your light level, blah blah blah." Like, no, you got to go play the game. Yeah. Like like Bungie has said time and time again, we want you to play this game with your friends. We want to make it accessible. That's what they're doing. Having like, there's no worse feeling than. Your buddy's saying, hey, come play this game. Oh, but first you have to play like six hours of grinding just to be like a reasonable light level, even to play together. It's just yeah. like you buy a game day one and you're all excited to play it with your friends. And then you have to do like, you know, the tutorial mission and then the campaign mission and then go through this and unlock. So it's like three hours of gameplay before you can actually start playing with your friends. It's dumb. Mm -hmm. It's irritating. So I much rather go and just say, hey, jump in day one. We can do this. 
Yeah. That happens with a lot of games, including one of my favorite ones that I may or may not be playing. Um, off I know Destiny. you're playing it. I know you're playing it. <laughs> you can see it comes yeah. up on my screen. Well, it's the only thing that I can play right now. So, yeah. Uh, right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's just a gate to getting new people into the game or just having fun with your friends is having to do that grind because nobody enjoys that. Nobody wants that. Yeah. So, yeah. No, I'm, I'm happy that I'm happy that the, everything gets brought up a level and also can tell me which of the guns have I not touched in six months and I can now delete out of my vault because they're now at the new light, the new light floor. <laughs> yeah. So I've got some videos for you guys to check out and tips, not, not just you two, but uh, other people listening nope, in nope. Just, just for us. It's not okay. for anybody else. Just, just for, for the two yeah. of us. No, this is the inside track. You guys are just to hear for that. you two. Don't this, tell anybody else. This okay? is the podcast for paid track. Right. Okay. So, Building on, I, I think it's the last couple of weeks where I've highlighted a couple of builds that require you putting a, a Void Warlock together and going into PvP and destroying teams with three Void Warlocks with the handheld Supernovas. Mm-hmm. There have been many content creators. I, I think I, it was Plunder the Booty and Brave X Hero last week, I think. So go check those out. Who did the initial builds? Cami Cakes goes one step further with a, a team composition this week with a shade binder and a void warlock using the different shade binder abilities to freeze people and them having to run away from nova bombs and handheld supernovas it's insane it looks like a good strategy if i could get with you two and actually put this together i would because this this looks really good in pvp for 3v3s go and check it out it it, as I said, it's Warlocks, and everybody seems to love Warlocks at the moment. It's a good shade binder build. I would say not everybody, but... Uh, nobody warlock hates stuff. a Warlock. I mean... And nobody hates a Warlock, yeah. That's, that's yeah, a good I mean, Maybe everybody doesn't love them, but like nobody hates a Warlock. They're just Warlocks. Yeah. Warlocks are just, just hanging out, guys. Mm-hmm. So, next we have Sneaky Beaver. <laughs> every time, without fail. Every time, dude. <laughs> If you are new to Destiny, or even if you're just do, doing what I'm doing at the moment, doing some farming, he's got the Enhancement Core Farming Guide for you, and how to kind mm-hmm. of, if, you're, if you've got prisms and things, you, and shows you how to, or tells you how to kind of stack those, I thought that would be really handy to th- throw in there, seeing as we've got like four weeks to, to do that. Indeed. Plunder the Booty has got a really cool Titan Solar pve build now this is with some of the well mods and the middle tree on the solar titan throwing out hammers and using uh, what's the exotic i've got it on me at the moment yeah not the worm god the or is it is the worm god's crest the one that pump the buffs yeah. your fusion rifle ashen or, I mean, fusion grenade. ashen wake ashen wakes using the ashen wakes and throwing out the hammers and getting stacks of roaring frames and he shows you that he can do like a a 1350 master lost sector solo with just this build by throwing out and throwing out it's insane i have tried it in some of the nightfalls i'm not as proficient but i did try it and it's really good fun because when you think you're going to die and a well comes scuttling across the floor to you and, and revives you and gives you your health back and then you're able to stun those champions with a certain mods load out really cool try yep, that yeah, Pan Pan tried that and he was raving about it. And I've I started building it but haven't finished it. Yeah, it's it's good fun. Yeah. Uh Gunner Hawk has got the corrupted speedrun. Now this is in two minutes and fifty-three seconds. Uh, I, I'm sad already. Having having done the master Grandmaster? 
No, I, don't think it's a, I don't think it's a, a grandmaster that he does, but no, he can I'm do the corrupted sure speed run in two minutes fifty three. Oh, that just that just makes me sad. Just well, yeah, you just he says world record on his. He says world record on his. I'm. It could be a. It could be a world record. Cool guy has got the Verity's Brow uh, review. It's great in PvP. And again, this is... He goes over all the different builds that you can use this on. It's not necessarily you having to use it on the Void Warlock, but he goes into like the Stasis, the, the Arc, and the Solar builds, and the positives and negatives of using this exotic, and why you might want to use it in certain builds. So again, going along with those Warlocks that we love so much for the last couple of weeks, check that out. Uh, Fallout Plays, this is one that respawn picked up on this week and dropped in the chat the truth about shotguns and icarus mods and this is one that he reached out to chris proctor from bungie because of a throwaway comment that he made on the destiny community podcast where he said he said he wouldn't put icarus mod on a shotgun now uh fallout explains this was more like a personal preference not necessarily a preference for what makes the gun better but fallout right. goes into another one of his shotgun videos and explains in detail exactly what chris meant because chris actually explained and agreed with him so it's in collaboration with bungie basically it, it's not the one he starts by saying so i said i wouldn't do another shotgun video and here i we think are. he yeah. starts That's every that. shotgun video from like about two years ago saying that so yeah it could be any of those ones um, uh, we have castle content doing the taraba this is exotic submachine gun which ramps up uh, when you get shot or if you deal damage uh, you can then trigger it to do nutty things in pvp and he pairs this with the path of the burning steps which are exotic boots for the titan and it was just gameplay that i loved watching even though he wasn't getting some of it i mean he even he says that he was forgetting to reload or he, he put it on middle oh, tree striker titan no, he put it on Middle Tree Striker Titan with the Inertia Override. So when you slide over a green ammo brick, it gives you extra damage. So he was doing that when he remembered to do that to give him the extra damage when he initially engaged in a gunfight. But then when he triggered the Taraba's exotic perk on it, it, it was melting people. When he got all three things going, it was fantastic. <laughs> so check that out. Nice. And then one that Hazel pointed out in our chat, and I think Parody is going to go into this in a little bit more detail in a minute, which is 10 gunsmith god rolls that you need from above. So that above will be what? above the YouTuber above. Don't do not do him, please. Don't do him. <laughs> don't do a him. I feel, yeah. in, I feel insulted and empowered at the same time. And then one, one I came across this morning was an unsunset glitch now this is using your mountaintop your recluse and any other weapon that has been sunset so this is using the sunset weapons at power level now he was using it in the initial opening area of the vault of glass and was explaining it that normally if you try and burn down even a a, a vex just like out in the garden there it mm -hmm. takes two clips to burn them down. He was showing you that it was a recluse was burning them down in less than a whole clip. And Selfu, I, th I believe it is the guy that did it, um, goes over how you can do it and what are the limitations of it. So if you want to, if you want to go back to your, the sunset weapons and and use and is them this in every sunset weapon or just like the pinnacle sunsets, you're going to have to go and check. Okay. Mm. 
Uh, and then, as we say every week, don't forget the Shattered Realm guides from Obontis, going solo legendary for the Forest of Echoes, Ruins of Wraith, and the Debris of Dreams. He's got walkthroughs, walkthroughs for those that I've got linked in our show notes. If you are tackling the Grandmaster Nightfalls, we have a plethora of guides from Fallout, Above, Sneaky Beaver, Kimber Prime, Lucky Tempe, Cheese, that all have either a guide on it or a helpful hint of what to do in a certain part of it. So, I mean, like, for example, Cheese Forever's got five Proving Grounds cheeses, not necessarily a full guide, but uh, you might find, like, Above has got the perfect guide for you, or Asacross has got the perfect guide for you. So have a look at those if you are trying to tackle those before you go in. It'll give you some hints, even if you are LFGing as well. At least you know what you're kind of doing that you can then communicate with the team before you go in. But just don't tell anybody that you LFG with that I saw a video. Just tell them your experience. Because as soon as you tell somebody, oh, I watched the video, you're getting kicked. No, you're <laughs> not. Not always. Not always. Listen to him. So, yeah, you're getting kicked. Right? I've never been kicked. It's just because people know that you're Houndish. Nobody would ever kick Houndish. Yeah, I, I, sh I should come off of the Houndish account when I go on the LFG, shouldn't I? Yeah, should have thrown to you. So, do you've got something really interesting to to go over for our tips tricks this week, haven't you? I do because I, you know, as we discussed, I'm in the I'm in the boat of I have all the gunsmiths. I, if I'm going to spend the time to turn you know them all in, what should I be looking for? Why Why do I care about this? Should I even waste my time spending all these? So yes. the short answer is, yeah, you absolutely should because I mean, if nothing else, it's free materials. Um, so I went and looked this week because you know I figured. This is the, the hot content, the hot topic of the week, and everyone's going to be making videos, guides, you know, give me some idea what I should be looking for. So I put got a couple of videos. The first one I'll mention, just for the editing work in it, was Asacross's annual skate video, where he's looking for a god roll annual skate. Yeah, and no. irritatingly, I'm not sure he even ever says what the god roll is he's looking for, but he doesn't get it. He spends 10,000, 20,000, some, some number of tokens and doesn't get the which is just a fun video to watch because the editing in that really encompasses how it feels to be hunting a weapon in this game, oh, especially goes, through tokens. Uh, Demon cross or dark cross or whatever he calls it. It's, it's just, really, it, that's what it is. Anti-cross. Yeah. yeah it, it, it's just really nice. <laughs> so that one I threw in there just for flavor and texture, but the two I really looked at was, you know, the above God rolls video of, Hey, here's what you should be looking for. Cause he goes over sort of, here's what you should have. Here's what you here's what you want. And here's the archetypes of, of what's out there. And I'm not going to you know, tell you what to do because he does in about you know 18 minutes or so. Mm. Dado also put together a very long PVE focused farming because video. Dado. Yeah, because he, he, he says, you know, here's here's my PVE God roll for while you purge gunsmith materials. And he does his before it was sort of official, you know, after DMG had tweeted, these are going away. But before this talk where Bungie officially says these are going away. So his video says, hey, disclaimer, this isn't official yet. You know, take it, you know, I'll update when it's official. I'm telling you it's official now. These are going away. Go farm these materials. And he put together a huge list of, again, PVE-focused things, you know, with an eye to to what our scout rifles are, what our auto, you know, because next season our anti-barriers are scout rifles and bows, our overloads are auto rifles and SMGs, and our unstoppable champions are the Glaive, and I don't think they've said what else yet. So, again, you know, if you're looking for scout rifles, bows, auto rifles, and SMGs, those will be your main barrier weapon for next season. Um, so just, you know, keep an eye to that as you're turning things in. But he also goes in to his, to his, his um, video, just mentioning things like, Hey, you know, certain weapons that have sort of a, a standout 
spot. Like the gnawing hunger is your only non-raid void auto rifle at this point, and it has some good auto, you know gnawing hunger rolls if you don't have one from the reckoning that you're holding on, and will never ever let go. Uh, so he's got a lot of good picks. I mean, like the main ingredient being one of only fusion rifles. He sort of calls out, "Hey, this weapon sort of has a has a spot in the meta that maybe can't be held by anything else." He talks about both scout arc scout rifles, which again are going to be useful for for mods or for barriers next season. Um, the Eternal Blaze and the Contingency Plan both out there with what rules you should be getting on those. So he goes over a good list. And Patty Cakes Gaming did a more, I mean, his is called Gunsmith God Rolls, What to Look For. It's more of a PvP focused list, but he does sort of touch on, hey, in this PvE role, here's what I look for as well. The two he calls out specifically is the Cold Denial Pulse Rifle, which can, can roll with some really nice perks on it. And the Seventh Seraph CQC-12 Close Quarter Shotgun, which again, has some really nice rolls for PvE and PvP both. Um, but, but again, they both go over sort of, here's what you want to look for. Uh, and I will put in the show notes, a list. Cause I went down and sort of, cause again, I want to sit here and turn in my 50,000 tokens and know what I'm looking for. So I put down a list of above God rolls, the Dado video and the candy cakes video, or sorry, patty cakes video, too many cakes in this game Not of sort cakes. of what, what their roles were and what they list. You know, I didn't go into why you need all these. But I wanted to have a list to look at to go, hey, I've got six whispering slabs. What perks of these are, should I be keeping? Hey, I've got a whole bunch of these toil and troubles. Are any of them worth keeping? So I have a Google document that I think I've shared properly, as you can now see and play with, that will link in the show notes of just, hey, I want to have a list open. And, you know, if you want the why, go watch the video. It's worth your time. Both Patty Cakes and Datto have it. Uh, the comments link to each particular weapon with a link in the video of where they talk about that weapon. So you don't have to watch the whole thing. I think that was, was, I think they're both fairly long, 20 or 40 minutes, but it'll take you to where exactly, what does this weapon do? Why do I want this one in particular? But yeah, that's the list I'm going to use this week to go, go hunt weapons down. And uh, I encourage you to do the same. Let's get it. That's a very in-depth list too. That above video, I watched all of it. And every time that he was mentioning what the god roll was, I was checking my inventory of the weapons I got. I was like, damn it, like one or two perks out. I'm like, why have I got the weapon and, and it's not the god roll that he says it is? Get to the final one and I've got the god roll. I've got, to, <laughs> I've got to his number one weapon and I had the god roll and I was like, yes, I've got one out of the ten. Go me. Yeah, that's that's well, one thing I was, I was hoping and I had looked to see because Dim, a Destiny Item Manager, will allow you to load in you know, in addition to the to the list it sort of ships with, which, by the way, if for some reason any of you are using the Destiny Item Manager and you haven't gone to the settings to the wish list option and loaded the pre-made wish list, you should do that because it's really? a massive collection of guns brought to you by Mercules, Pandapaxi, Chevy. I mean, this whole list of folks who are out there, you know, Abby Hour, among others, I'll send a note, Jar, Brave X Hero, you know, Blueberries GG, Patty Cakes, a lot of the folks who are out there saying, here's what the God Rolls are. There is a massive list that, as it stands, of 57,627 rolls are in my current wish list that Dim ships with, where is as you get things to drop, as they go on your character or in your postmaster, you'll see a little thumbs up and it will say, hey, this weapon has these perks that are good for PvE, PvP, or both. And will tell you if you click on that weapon in Dim, 
there's a comment from, you know, whoever put the gun in the list and says, this is why we think is good. This is why we like these perks. So if you're just like, I want to brain dead, do this and just have Din tell me what to do. Turn that on. It's very helpful for what other folks who are you know, spending lots of time in spreadsheets into this game tell you what to keep. But I was looking too because there's a way to load your own wish lists into DIM and use those as well. And I was hoping someone had sort of put together like a, I'm a D2 gunsmith wish list. Load me in, and as you're dumping these materials, I'll tell you what's good, which I haven't seen. And maybe it's been incorporated into the big mega wish list. It sort of feels like maybe it has, but I'm not sure because I don't really know how all that works. Um, but yeah, it, it's a good way. I mean, really, if you're something while you're while you're playing the game you're not really playing the game. Okay. So yeah, so, yeah that's uh, my... Do you know how up-to-date these lists are? Like, are they the current? Oh, yeah. The lists live out there in GitHub. So you can go and look at the list, and it will tell you, like, when it was last updated. But, like, Dim goes and pulls... Like, Dim will tell you this list was last pulled from GitHub on this date. And I know oftentimes, it, like, if you if you look at the, at the link on GitHub, it, it'll say, like, hey... We added the 30th anniversary weapons. Hey, this has been added. So, you know, there's a little lag time. Like when Witch Queen drops, it's not going to tell you the Witch Queen God roll day one because it's yeah. still human powered. So, but it'll say like, hey, we've added these roles here. You know, you'll start seeing that stuff up here. And there are comments get on their GitHub about, you know, hey, we've rolled these in. Hey, we've we've added this to it. So if you really care and want to go look, it's out there to go look. If you just want to turn it on and move on with life, you can do that too. Don't forget our massive tripod podcast that we're going to be doing on the 18th of february that we will be doing with the guardian down and the guardian hub podcast well i say the guardian down and the guardian hub i'd say it's the guardian Ah, down and the guardian huh not the other hub has decided to go on holiday remember we've dissed him last week we're dissing him this week is he the the three is he the hub is he the hub he's just the The hub of the the hub he's the hub of the hub Mm, okay the other two, hopefully, Des and Sin will be there, good, along good, with good, good Gator and Hazel and us three. So, yeah, we will be there to discuss our opinions, our thoughts on the upcoming Witch Queen. It's going to be something, I tell you. It's, it, it's it like herding cats. It's going to be something. Yes. It will so be something, I can guarantee you. It definitely will be something. Um, ah, Respawn see. apparently is going to be streaming it. I, I guess one of the other guys will be streaming it from their platforms as well. So, yeah, just come along and en- enjoy the madness. There probably won't be too much information. There'll just be hype and speculation and excitement from grown men. Mm-hmm. Really it's very important. Indeed. And I think we made it. Yeah, let, let's let yeah, people yeah, move yeah. on with their lives, shall we? Yeah. yeah. So, so I think this is where we say thank you for joining us. Your can I, can I just stop you for a second, though, before you, <laughs> you go into that? So, so you're saying I can't move on with my life? You are telling me what to do, Dad? No, well, I'm telling you what to do. I, I, no, I've just got a quick question for you. As we've got a new intro to the show, have we got a new outro for the show? We don't. Have did you not put any show. effort into that at all? Wow. No, I put, I put no. I, I put zero effort outro into the show, just like I put zero well, effort into, just into leveling it, my guardian. Just get on with it. But I did provide you like a text list of like you know seventy weapons to roll for, so you can oh. have that up next to you. 
and and look at this lovely text list versus having to listen okay, to I'll it. I'll let you off. Reese, well, what have you done for the show this week? Uh, so what I've done is I was going to do exactly what Perry did because people jumped in my chat and said, hey, Respawn, you should do this. I'm like, all right, I'll have it on the next show. And Perry is like, well, then he didn't. look what I did. <laughs> I'm like, so you did what they asked me to do. You, That's cool. You've done nothing. I've done, well, hey, you I go found and sit video. back in the corner. Go and sit I back found in the video. corner. Hey, I monsters. found videos. I participated with video Your one video that you post each week I to be going can you check this out and yeah. i already have but just don't have the heart to tell you each you week fine find somebody else i didn't we say go, that we go through hunters so fast around here Do well, we? what, I, what i am going to say is thank you for joining us your titans your parody and night demon your hunter who sits around and his headphones are about to die so you won't hear him anymore no one responds in real life you mm-hmm. should email the show especially if you're a new light player or if you've come back to the game there's such a hard question of what are you experiencing? What are you seeing? Where are you confused? Let us know. Shoot us an email to Titans and a hunter at hotmail.com. Find us on Twitter to Titans underscore hunter. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. We're on YouTube. Leave a comment. Drop us a like. Drop us a listen on Spotify. You know, go into our links below the show and find out how to get a hold of us. If you're going into this game going, what am I? What should I be doing? Where are my questions? Help me. I'm stuck. Let us know because we and, and the other Destiny podcast folks are constantly having these conversations of like, how do we sort of help new light people or people who have come back to this game get started, understand where things are? Because the beauty of the Destiny community is there's a ton of information out there. The double-edged sword of that is a lot of there's this information, of information may, may not be correct <laughs> anymore. So if you're yeah. saying, hey, how do I get this weapon? How do I get this thing? How do I do this activity? That activity may not exist because it's three, six, nine months, a year old. So what you should do, though, is continue to find all your favorite Guardians playing Destiny everywhere you want to, because that's where we are. We're all one big happy family. And you should listen to this lovely show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, YouTube, and everywhere you can find a podcast. We're on Audible. Anywhere there's audio, we will find you. You will find us. and We will all be happier together because the game is better with people. So weird on Audible. And I leave you with play stupid games and win stupid prizes. And with that, gents, say goodbye. Deuces! Did you just nay? Two Titans and a Hunter, a Destiny 2 podcast. Welcome to the Two Titans and a Hunter Destiny 2 podcast, dedicated to bringing you all the latest information, news, and opinion. This is the best show for new and veteran guardians alike, where we share tips, tricks, and tools to help you succeed and enjoy playing hunters even more. So, with all that said, let's get on with the show. Right, could you do it again with a bit more feeling and less hunters? Okay, so one of those two things can happen. Good, good. So do you want less hunters or more feeling? Less hunters. You like getting more? Okay. I can do that. Okay.